name's Gordon. Alfred Pennyworth. We're gonna get the guy that did this, sir. New boy, are ya? That's right. Good luck, mate. Head up is Oliver Queen. After five years on a hellish island, I have come home with only one goal. To save my city. But to do so, I can't be the killer I once was. To honor my friend's memory, I must be someone else. I must be something else. And I am the fastest man alive. When I was a child, I saw my mother killed by something impossible. My father went to prison for her murder. Then an accident made me the impossible. To the outside world, I'm an ordinary forensic scientist. But secretly, I use my speed to fight crime and find others like me. And one day, I'll find who killed my mother and get justice for my father. I am The Flash. Hello and welcome to episode 34 of the Film Reel cast. This is a bonus episode. Uh, Christmas has come and Christmas has gone. I'm joined only with James today. Yes, yes, yes. How are you? I'm absolutely fantastic. Uh, and we're reviewing something else. Exactly. Someone. It's a bonus episode. Uh, we won't be doing any films today. Um, we want to cover a topic of what DC have been doing on television. Uh, we've covered a lot of Marvel through the films uh, such as the Iron Man and uh, Captain America, etc. And we want to uh, just visit DC on the screens. So we're we'll looking at Gotham, the Flash, and Arrow, and the crossovers uh, between the Arrow and the Flash. Absolutely. Geek so, moment. Uh, Geek moment. Exactly. Uh, and and may, may I say, well done to you. He's the only person ever in the whole history of the film cast to not completely F-U-C-K up on intro. Exactly. I, no, I felt the pressure today, <laughs> I really did. You were looking at me I and... I was begging, I was begging. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to have to do a ritual next time or something to make sure it happens. You were like a jackal waiting to pounce <laughs> I was. as soon as I cocked it up. But... Graham, Nim, if you're hearing this, I'm sorry, I failed. Yeah, he did try. Believe me, he tried. Um, we're going to start with Gotham because uh, the Flash and the Arrow, um, or Arrow, have uh, crossovers which uh, excited me when I first watched it. But Gotham hit our screens 2014. Um... First of all, what do you think of the trailer? Because we're, we're all talking about the trailer. I really enjoyed the trailer. Um, I mean, I, especially since we did the uh, three Dark Knight films, um, I really, really liked the, the modern-day Batman. I never liked the Tim Burton one. No. You're a great fan of those, aren't you? The first two, yeah. Yeah, I didn't enjoy those. Um, I just too thought weird they were, for you? Or? They were a bit too weird, a bit too comic booky and cliché. Um, I know a lot of people do rate Jack Nicholson as the Joker, yes. um, and even a lot of the uh, the modern Batmans have said that, and George Clooney being one of them, and uh, is it Val Kilmer as well, and Michael Keaton said that the best Joker they reckon was Jack Nicholson. Yeah, the interestingly though, they're two very different Jokers, I think, aren't they? They are, yeah. And for me, I like. Um, the uh, I can't remember his name now. He's Ledger. Yeah, he's Ledger. Ledger's, in a dark alley, you'd rather meet Jack Nicholson Joker than he's Ledger Joker. Yeah, I just like the whole film. I think so. I was so disappointed with the uh, like the Tim Burton ones, and I, I didn't like the, the Penguin, which we can get onto through this. Um, I didn't like. I mean, Catwoman with Michelle Pfeiffer was extremely nice to look at, but I didn't really like her as a character. I wasn't sold on the idea. What cats being? 
bringing her back to life. Yeah, it was absolutely and nonsense. Having literally nine lives. Yeah, and with the Halle Berry one as well. Again, that was oh, dreadful. It was awful. Pretend that never happened, eh? Yeah, and I just I didn't like that, but I liked the whole idea of what Christopher Nolan did, um, and I kind of bought into everything with regards to like the the baddies and Batman and Alfred and everything. So, would you say would you say then Gotham is a lot more like the Christopher Nolan's vision than anyone else's? For me, it is. Yeah, it's uh, it's set in real time with real people and real villains. For me, it feels a lot more. It could actually happen, and they're they're not dealing with people walking around wearing leotards and no, things and like I, that. And I think all of us have said. I think during the Batman when we reviewed the original, the, no, the Nolan trilogy, but um, that you actually take it, you take the super out of the film, and it would still make a good film. Yeah, a bit like Gotham, I think you take the fact that it's about Batman out of it, and what you still, what you have is still a quite a very solid crime kind of like drama. Yeah, Andy, you're spot on. And from the trailers, I was expecting, <laughs> I was expecting something that I would really want to watch and enjoy, um, and especially with James Gordon, I was really intrigued to see where they go with James Gordon, how old he'll be, where, where they'll pitch it at. Um, and the fact in this that it started it's when he was a rookie and just come across to Gotham, um, and Ben McKenzie who plays um, James Gordon, I knew him from Southlands as well, so I, I liked him as an actor. I recognised him, um, and I thought he was the right person to play um, Gordon because he's quite a strong character. Yeah, yeah, he is, and uh, I know um, we, we 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 talk about how much we love the Penguin, but. I think uh, I think a lot of people, including me, have, uh, have forgot how solid the character and how solid, obviously, Ben plays James Gordon. I mean, this is a guy. This is basically the main guy at the moment, really, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He, and you and you root for him, and he needs to be a really solid character that you get behind. Yeah, and, and it's good because they've got the foundations of him that he's a strong, honest cop who wants to do it the right way, and they haven't kind of gone off track where. He is corrupt, and then he changes. They've yeah. actually they've stuck to their guns in that, and I think that's really good. And the character he works with as well, um, Donald Lowe, who plays Harvey Bullock, his partner, the chemistry between both of them, when they're so different, when obviously he is corrupt yes. um, to a certain extent, um, which you see when they want him to execute the penguin, and he says he should do it, but obviously he's got his reasons why he needs to do it, is to save his own life, isn't yeah. it? And I like that the, the, they're so diverse, they're so opposite, but they work really well together and they've they always got each other's back, which is great. And um, I mean, getting onto that character as well, um, the character who plays the Penguin is, I mean, he's got an extravagant name anyway, Robin Lord Taylor, um, as Oswald, is it Cobblepot? He's yeah. brilliant, absolutely brilliant character. I think he's fantastic. He's the most, he's probably the most entertaining character, the most interesting character in the film, to the point where when you are watching a scene with a penguin, you're looking forward to it. Oh, yeah, it's a scene with a penguin. This is going to be good. And he manipulates people. It's not all about the violence with him. No, he's a pussy. Let's be honest. He's a wimp. Yeah, but he's so good at turning the different gangs against each other and for his own gain. And he does it all the way through the film. And even though he's a... Obviously, he's like a baddie, but... You kind of really you like him because of his traits that he's got, and you can see what he's going to do. Yeah. And uh, the way he's stitching one gang up against um, like the Falcone and uh, is it the is it not Maroney? Is it or is it? 
Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'm already, he plays them against each other all the time. Falcone. And, yeah, Falcone, yeah. Um, obviously, as you pointed out, what you didn't realise is uh, Jada Pinkett Smith is um, Fish Mooney. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what did you think of her character? I thought she was a really, really strong woman character. Um, really, she's a really, really interesting. And you've got the dynamic of she really wants to be the number one person. Yeah. You know, you know with Falcone. And that becomes very clear early on in the series. Is she someone... I mean, I don't know the comic book know. of Batman, whether she is a, a proper DC character that she's She doesn't appeared. come to the top of my head. It wouldn't surprise me if she's a bit part. Yeah. But um, that, for, for that one, I don't, I don't know. Obviously, we know Falcone. And yeah. He was introduced to the, the audience at large, if you're not a comic book fan, um, via, obviously, uh, you know, the first you know, Batman Begins. Yeah. Well, um, so, so, we, we know... In, in one way, actually, uh, Stu... The fact that we know, obviously, about the Batman films, is, does it ruin it for you, for example, knowing that Peng, there's no way Penguin's really going to die until Batman comes? Falcone, potentially, could last a lot longer than potentially this, uh, this you know, the first series is working yeah. out. Does that have an effect on you at all? No, it doesn't. Um, that doesn't really bother me, because I like um, seeing the, like the character arc of what's actually happening to him. Uh, and... The penguins that I remember was obviously from the original Batman with Adam West. <laughs> exactly, yeah, that, yeah, that penguin. One. Um, the guy who played Mickey from, uh, in Rocky. Yeah. yeah, and then Danny DeVito as well, wasn't he? He was penguin. Two completely different yeah, penguins. Yeah, and obviously they were characterised as a hum- like penguins in human form, but very yes. close to penguins, weren't they? Yes. So, okay. And again... I'm not really a, a massive Batman like, comic book fan that I followed. And I, watching it, I was waiting for something to happen to um, uh, Oswald to uh, to see if he actually... What makes him change into, if he does at all, into more of a, a penguin well, type of person yeah. to how he becomes known as the penguin. Well, it's, the reason why... I don't think they will change it because the reason, the reason why he's got, he's got that bizarre walk yeah, he walks. He's, he's got like a very big nose yeah. as well, isn't he? And it? a very big nose, which is why I think he gets the name the Penguin. And I think, come the end of it, he doesn't like the name. Yeah. Obviously. I wonder, I don't think anything's going to happen, but I think there's going to be a point when he embraces and says, yes, I am the Penguin. Yeah. That's what I want to be called. I think, I think we'll have that moment where he's no longer Oswald and he wants to be, he's the Penguin. So do you think that will be the same for um, characters like, uh, if he's introduced, like the Joker... Um, the Riddler, um, people like that, that they won't be kind of set as in kind of cartoon characters with regards to like the Riddler wearing like a green leotard with question marks on and things like that. Do you think they'll just be normal looking people? Because that's what I'm waiting to happen when these yes. people are introduced. I think they will be normal looking people. I mean, you, you look at the way Christopher Nolan did it. Catwoman was as normal, I think, as someone like that could get. Yeah. Even, even, even Bruce was. Uh, the Joker, I think, was, you know... Basically, a, a real, as realistic, really, as you could get that character. Yeah. As believable. Even Bane. Yeah. To a, to a, to, to a certain degree. And I think it, this, is, this is following it quite, quite nicely. I, I think if they did, the, if the Riddler did turn up with loads of question marks on him, so like in series two. Yeah. You'd be like, well, wait a minute. That, that, it, it wouldn't fit with the universe that obviously the, yeah. you, know, you know, the, the, uh, the writers and producers have created for us. It, it wouldn't fit, yeah. would it? Um, no, because it, it is set in a. Which is why I liked um, the Dark Knight trilogy, that it was set in I suppose, what would be modern day with regards to normal people getting along with their everyday work, but these gangs are actually happening 
um, the gangs against like the Joker, the Falcone, everyone like that, they were operating as normal people yes. and not wearing costumes. And I think when people start to wear costumes, when no one else is, it, it takes away the, like, the sinister side of who they're meant to be portraying. It, it, yeah, it does. I mean, I mean, the only costume wearing we kind of get in Gotham up to now are, are the random bad guys sometimes per episode you get. Then they're not really costume they're like the guy in the mask. Yeah. They've been a bit extreme, you know, and they've almost been comic book character types. Yeah. But that's as bad as it, that's basically as extreme as it's got. Yeah. Which is good. And it is very, it is very grounded. And as as you said earlier, it is very believable, which is, I think, why, but why we both enjoy watching it. Yeah. And I enjoyed, I mean, from the off, um, it was set and it was filmed exactly the same with regards to the way um, Bruce Wayne's parents. Well, okay, this is it. Died. What did you think of the pilot? I thought the pilot was really good. See, uh, I didn't like it at all. Why didn't I, I liked it because it was the the way it was filmed was as um, like Batman Begins, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. And I enjoyed the fact that they tried to keep it true to the film, and I think that was good for people like me who kind of pick their interest up again from Batman from watching that trilogy, which I did. Um, so I liked the continuity with regards to how it was done. And that's what got okay. me interested. Because I thought, two things, <coughs> I thought they threw far too much in the pilot. I can understand why, though. They threw the Penguin in there. They threw kind of like, I think the Riddler was, or, or who was going to be the Riddler. They even threw Poison, poison Ivy, Ivy in there. Yeah. For example, you didn't need, why throw Poison Ivy in there? Yeah. You know, there was no point in that. And was, cat, cat, was she in the first one she as was, well? Yeah, she yeah. saw the mud. And they even called her the cat. And she's like, yeah. the Catwoman, yeah. And I, th- I think the fact that she's basically Catwoman now, well, let's be honest, she is, isn't she? Yeah, yeah, she already is, yeah. I mean, she doesn't really have to go through much character change to become Catwoman other than get older, which, which, which I, to a certain extent, I think is a big disappointment. And the other thing I thought, which I, I'm not sure whether I liked or disliked, Bruce Wayne's parents dying, okay? Mm. What I would have preferred to have seen, maybe, is to see Bruce's relationship with his parents and then, and then them maybe getting shot, for example, at the mid-season finale. Yeah. yeah. And, and then you'll see what the parents meant... You know whether they were corrupt or not, has been has been like suggested or and things like that. And, and, but then you'll actually care about the parents. And you think, oh my god, yeah, you know, you, even though you know they're going to die. And each episode, you actually be waiting for them if something's going to happen. Yeah, that would have been a really good idea. I mean, Amazing. has it been? Do you think it's been played out that their parents are corrupt or that their parents were the only people left I think stopping the corruption? The latter, I think I'd like to think that they're the only people left to stop the corruption. Because uh, going back to Nolan's Batman, and I know. The producers and writers might not want to do an exact copy, but the idea is the parents were trying to save Gotham by showing, leading by example. Yeah. yeah. But they wanted to save Gotham. Batman wants to save Gotham, but he does it in a very different way. And yeah. I think that's quite important. That they both want to, both parents and son, they want to do the end result, but go have two different ways about going about it. The character who plays Bruce Wayne is David Mazouz. Obviously, he's extremely young, like he was in the Christopher yes. Nolan series. Would you like to have seen him a bit older? I mean, he looks about maybe possibly 12 years old, 10 years old, doesn't he? Yeah, that's the other thing. You, you call it Gotham, and I think it's brilliant, the fact that we're getting, they're getting it. But when we first saw the trailer, I had a, I'm sure I'm not the only one that had a smidge of disappointment. I wanted to see the early years of Batman. Yeah. yeah and have a Batman series, yeah? I'd, I would not have chosen to see the early years of James Gordon, as good as the series is, given the choice. That would have got me more exciting, but excited. Sorry, 
Right. Um, and I'd have much rather them than, for example, uh, you know, had Bruce Wayne late, later, you had the parents killed, maybe as a flashback, because we all know, yeah. a, a bit like with Superman, we all know he comes from Krypton and he came to Earth, you know? It's yeah. like a standard thing. If you know you're watching Gotham, or ba- anything Batman, you'd know his origins normally by now. Yeah, but I, I mean... I, what interested me was the fact that we were going to find out about Jim Gordon when I was younger. And I think you would have been quite limited of of going through the traditional Batman, like Adam West series every week. Yeah, you would have been limited, but look how Smallville did it. Yeah, Smallville did it really well. But, uh, yeah, I know he had powers to play with. It could have been a long, drawn-out thing. For example... He wouldn't, you could, you know, he didn't even put on the mask until like the end of the season one, and that's how it ends, or the end of season two. But I like the progression of Gordon. I don't, I wouldn't want to see, I, I don't really yet want to see the progression of, um, of Bruce Wayne because he is so young. Uh, they've kind of limited themselves of how far he can go unless they um, speed up. Yeah, jump. Five years. But you don't, but, I don't but want then, them to. No, because you'd lose so much of um, Gordon's character and his partner. Um, and it'll be interesting just to see the, the breakup of of Gordon and his partner, if there's going to be one. Barbara, and, is it Barbara? And is it going to become apparent where, where does Gordon actually take over when he's going to be commissioner? Are they going to kind of mirror in things that are going to happen in the future or talk about things that happen in the future, are they going to bring in the Joker as well? Do you think that character's going to be brought in? Or will I he think, be seen or named? I think the Joker needs to be brought in. I think season one, and probably even season two, is too early. I think, though, we won't have an origin for the Joker as, as we've had, uh, for, for example, for the Penguin, maybe. Because uh, I, think, I think the Joker should be mysterious. We shouldn't know his past. I mean, I know, I know someone mentioned on some trials listening to that maybe you've got, you know, you know, the Joker could be like one of like five or six people we've seen throughout the series. We just don't know who it is. Yeah. But perhaps having said that, from a writer, as a, from a writer standpoint, how interesting would it be to have an origin story of, of, of the Joker? And we all, you know, and try and make us understand this man. That could be equally, even though I don't want it, but that could be equally fascinating. And I would love the fact if that did happen, I'd love to turn around in a few years and say, yes, you actually, I'm eating my words. What they did was awesome. Yeah, because it'll be interesting to see cause the way it's ended for the mid-season break, and I believe it's the same in uh, the US as well, with uh, Jim Gordon going to Arkham. Yes. So, uh, to me, that leaves kind of a lot of doors to be opened for future characters. I mean, they could go to Arkham. The Joker could be in Arkham. Yes, he could. Um, as a character, because they dropped so many hints. I mean, the Doctor, they call the Enigma, is obviously the Riddler. Yes. Because they feed him drinking a glass of, yep. or uh, his cup with a big question mark, and they call him the Riddler. He does riddles all the time. And that's the only thing about this that they do tend to treat everyone as idiots and. They make it too obvious, don't they? Make it yeah. too obvious, yeah. I mean, when they showed um, Ivy, she was holding a plant in front of her, wasn't I mean, she, the very it, yeah. first time? Even though Ivy, I don't think it's actually a real name in the comics. I'm not sure what her real name is before she became poison. It's name. Ivy Pepper, that's her name. Oh, yeah, yeah, but I think in the comics, I think she might be called something. I could be wrong, I could be wrong. Um, yeah. And yeah, and holding a plant, it's so, it's so cliche. And the way they're, written, they're writing it, you don't need, you, did, you don't need, what has Ivy done this, this half of the season? Yeah. Nothing. To really add to anything, what was, what was the point? I'll, and I'll even argue that even the cat, you could probably have not have cat, you know, the cat woman in this, yeah, and it would still be just as fine. But I mean, when you go, I mean, this is just from uh, IMDb, 
the the writing credits. I mean, there's about twenty writers yes. to this, and there's about um, ten directors. So because they direct different episodes, episodes and yeah, and, and it, it's you can see the job when you actually got the names in front of you of how many people are writing different episodes. Yeah, so, but there has to be, I think, one lead writer. There's got to be one vision, as in, like, they can yeah. write different episodes, and, but at the end of the day, this is our end result. For example, yeah, you need the, the structure there, don't you? Own, yeah. And it's ending, obviously, it's kind of picking up and more characters are being introduced. Uh, they, it goes through with regards to um, Jim Gordon's in a relationship, and you find out that she was in a lesbian re- relationship yes. with um, one of the um, like internal affair kind of yeah. officers. Uh, and this will contain spoilers, obviously, if people haven't seen Gotham. Um, she ends up leaving him, doesn't she? Because he she is does. pretty much dedicated to his job, and she's pretty much confused, even though she does give her loyalty and undying love to him. Um, Gordon goes through a phase of he's an outcast, isn't he? Because very, he, very much yeah, because so. he chooses the right track. Um, and that's clear from the pilot episode. That what's good about the pilot? Um, is as you're saying that made it very clear yeah. that Gordon very much you know, you, you know he's black and white you're either good or bad you know good or bad and obviously he's he, you know he's good he's got a very strong moral fibre he's not going to cross that line so yeah and, and that's great and he's and I like the fact that he's stuck to that all the way through yeah um, and he's even changed his partner as well who he's been working with um, and his partner was against him and wouldn't stand up wouldn't stick up for him in front of any of his colleagues um, but Bullock in the end is he backs him all the way and so much so that he wants to do the right thing that it ends as we said with Gordon going to Arkham um, being ousted from as a detective from the police station and I'm not too sure what direction they're going to go in no. once he goes to Arkham and how he's going to find his way back in um, to the precinct as well and where the enigma where Riddler is going to start to become a bad character um, from working with the police department. It'd be interesting, yeah, from working with the police, how does he get to be the Riddler? That could yeah. be even more fascinating than the Penguin. Yeah. Because the Penguin was very much... I mean, I mean, the Penguin was very much kind of like kind of bad from the first episode, to a certain degree, wasn't he? Yeah, he worked in the gangs, but that's why I like the, the, the Gordon side of Gotham, is that you can see the development for all the characters. And I think if it was focused solely on Bruce Wayne becoming... Batman. Yes, you'd you kind of yeah. You you could may you may lose it. I mean, I, I, maybe this is obviously my own opinion. I don't. I really don't know. But I mean, so far. Well, I mean, I've, the only reason why I would have faith in a Batman origin film and then eventually becoming Batman. Yeah. Is that obviously the other show we're watching, Arrow. Yeah. And they've done that very well. They have, yeah. They and they're not too well. dissimilar characters really when you look at it. Both have got money. They're not superpowers, but they rely on gadgets. Yeah. Etc. That's the only reason why I'm saying, I'm saying I probably I would have maybe uh, some faith in them not completely messing it up. Bear in mind, obviously, yeah. two completely different things. So, what do you think of um, Alfred, who's played by Sean Pertwee? I thought initially he was really, really harsh. I, I thought he was not really caring, not really loving in the first few episodes. Yeah. And it was it really it was a very cold relationship between him and Bruce at first. Yeah. And I think it's slowly getting better. Um, and, and, and it took a while just to, for you to see how much, uh, it pretty much until the last, two, most two recent episodes, really, I think, isn't yeah. it? To see how much Alfred liked Bruce. And I think that should have been very clear early on. 
Yeah. But I think he's a very good Alfred, and he's a very interesting Alfred. And he hasn't copied, obviously, Michael Caine, he hasn't copied the Alfred from the Tim Burton films or the Alfred from the Adam West. He's, he's very much his own Alfred. He's, yeah. he's made the part his own to a certain extent. Yeah, I, I like the fact that you do see the development of their relationship and the fact that when you do watch the, again, I refer to the Dark Knight trilogy, that obviously he's a lot older and they've, uh, they've got that kind of camaraderie. It's yes. a lot more grown up, the conversations they're having where the fact is that he's acting as his guardian mm. and his carer and he kind of punishes him, he talks to him quite harshly, doesn't he? He does. But then he teaches him how to fight, so he goes and beats up um, that kid at school who's brilliant. <laughs> really bizarre. Yeah. I, it was almost uncomfortable watching that. He goes, get on then, get him. Yeah. You know? Yeah, so. and he let him beat the crap out of him, didn't he? Yeah. And uh, again, when... Um, that's two, those two guys, I can't remember who they are now, but they basically attacked, looking for Kat, um, who witnessed the murder of the Waynes, yes. um, who was staying at um, was it, uh, Bruce Wayne's house, that they wanted to get her, and that was he had to get through Bruce Wayne and get through Alfred, and Alfred was shooting him, he was fighting him, and, and I mean, it's a lot more action-packed Alfred than we, we're used to from anything, aren't we? Yeah, I mean, is it... It wouldn't, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if, if I may have missed it, but if it came out that he had a military background or something like that. Yeah, and, and he, yeah, because he got shot and uh, it was only in the arm, but it was very dim- dismissive of like, the injury he had. So I'm hoping that they'll develop the, the, the Alfred character of regards to his background of how he can shoot and how he can fight yeah. and things like that. And that would be interesting. Uh, and I think it's great. I've got, I've got so much more to offer. And so far for me, this series has been fantastic. I've really, really enjoyed it. It's yeah. kept me going and I'm definitely going to stick with it. Yeah, Monday night from Channel 5, isn't it? Um, yeah. Which is, which is good. So, I mean, um, so obviously looking at it overall, best bit, worst bit so far, and out of five, Stu? Uh, I think it's hard to... I, it's difficult because it's progressive every week. Um, I think the worst bit was looking back in hindsight, as you said, where they try to cram so many different characters in um, who only play bit parts maybe every three episodes yes, such as Poison Ivy and yeah, things yeah. like that um, but we know who they are um, but I just like the the progression of the characters and um, such as Alfred and Gordon and his partner um, and Fish Mooney and different people like that I, I think it's going at a really good pace um, and they're sticking to to quite a simple storyline to be honest they're not making yes. it too bizarre which I like so it's it's definitely going to keep me watching and, and I really hope they don't pull this after one season no I don't, I know I really I really hope so too um, what about yourself best bit uh, well, I'll just go worst bit first was probably the pilot for me the fact that they tried to cram too much in special mention though to the completely tropey cliche Barbara Gordon's gone back with her lesbian lover and the way they did that yeah you know, is it unless it plays out into a big storyline in the mid-season for some reason. It, what, what, yeah. Why? Um, uh, best best bit, I think, as you were saying, is, is the, the, the slow pace they're doing and the fact that, I'm going to say it also, the, my perspective, it's the casting. Obviously, yeah. Gordon, Alfred, Fish Mooney, Falcone, Penguin, even Bruce Wayne. I think the casting is absolutely fantastic. I, mean, I watched the first one before you, didn't I? Yes. So, and I really enjoyed it. And if someone... I mean, if you would have watched the first one on a standalone with no one else recommending it, do you think you'd have carried on watching it? I would have done. My rule is I give it three episodes. Right. To me to get, and if I can't get into something, 
after the third episode, it probably means it's not very good. That's that's like the, my little rule. <coughs> no, I you do. bench I, it. I, yeah. I've done that for like obviously the Shield as well, and Arrow, um, and Flash. Uh, yeah, you know, and so far, and so far, it's been quite. It's worked out quite well. Yeah. Oh, Gotham. It sounds like it's a, a thumbs up at the moment. Out of five. Out of five. Out of five. Okay. I'll uh, at the moment early doors. I'll give it a three. Real? I thought it was going to be more. No, I'll give it a three just because the other things which I'm watching, which I'll discuss. Uh, Kind of excelling. You get so, more excited uh, at, the other, yeah, at the other things. Yeah, I was going to give it a three, but I thought I thought you liked it more than I did. Oh, I do. No, it's, if it's on the, once it's recorded, and I'll watch it the next day. It won't be something that I'll sit and wait two okay. or three days with nothing on. Yeah. I'll always go the next day and watch it, um, which is great. Cause plenty of other things that I'll just quite happily leave until yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm dying of boredom. But um, but no, I mean, as I say, to what we're going to talk about next, far exceeds it. Oh, at the moment. Go. But there yeah. Okay, next we're talking about what is, at the moment, is my favourite, is Arrow. Uh, another DC uh, character that's come to our screens. Season 1 started October 2012. Um, this was introduced by my good friend James, who kept telling me for months I and months. I, did. I said yeah. to you, imagine Batman as a TV series. This is probably the closest thing we've got so far. Yeah. You know, as, a, as a realistic, known and tied Batman. And I'm pleased I left it as long <laughs> Which meant I had two whole seasons just In to record watch. time, I believe. In record uh, time, you yeah, it. it. was fantastic. I mean... To the point where you're the you're, you're other half. So yeah. I say you better half, but, but she watches it too. She, yeah, she is as excited as I am. And uh, when we watched the last one, on, I watched it first, the very last mid-season break of season three, that I text you. Yes, yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. I text her as well to say, you've got to watch it. And let watch it, text me, we need to talk about it. Because I couldn't talk about it with anyone. <laughs> no. <laughs> and I was going off the walls, and uh, oh, it was fantastic. But Arrow starring uh, Stephen Amell as Arrow, Kate Cassidy, Colin Donnell, David Ramsey, Willa Holland, Susan Thompson, Paul Blackthorne, Emily Bett, Rickards, very nice. Absolutely. Uh, Colton Hayes, Manu Bennett, and John Barrowman. So, uh, again, this... Well, for me, this was very new, but obviously it came out October 2012. Um, I mean, I knew nothing about this when I first started this watching year, it. This year was the first year I started watching it as well. Oh, now. really? Yeah, yeah. Did you know anything about it before season you started watching it? Season one and two, it? I watched it all in one go. I watched season one and I thought, oh, I love it, I love it. Yeah. And I, went on, I think I went on holiday in August. When I came back, I thought, when, when, I, when I got paid, I thought, I'll borrow season two on, on, yeah. on uh, the Amazon Love film and watch it. And that's basically what I did. And I very rarely pay for an entire series, TV series. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. So, so like you, I was, I was introduced to it uh, new this year. Oh, it's fantastic. I mean, um, the series for season one, when you're introduced, follows um, Oliver McQueen, who's a billionaire playboy um, of Starlin City. And he's a very good-looking man, isn't he? He is. He is. I have to say, I uh, criticise any man who says he, there's no kind of bromance going on <laughs> when you're watching it. And he spends five years shipwrecked on a, uh, a kind of a desert island, really. And upon his return to Starlin City, he's reunited with his family and friends. Um, and the first season, the first few episodes of it, they're focused on his relationship with, with his family. Uh, and then you get the flashbacks um, to his night uh, where he's on the island, uh, basically being trained, isn't he, um, from being someone who's a spoiled brat with no survival skills whatsoever. Yes. Um, to turning into a hunter, like a scavenger, and trying to work out why he's on this island um, and what's kind of been basically put in front of him to deal with, isn't it? Absolutely. I mean, we've got 
in a funny way, we've got two origin stories. We've got the origin stories of how he got his powers, mm. and the kind of second origin story is he's got his powers now, but how does he use them, and how does he become the arrow? So we find out we find out how he obviously gets and gets to, to do all that good stuff and learn, yeah. and how, how he becomes tough because he was a spoiled rich kid. Yeah. But when he comes to Sterling City, he he wants to do something good. He becomes the arrow, and even season three, he obviously he's still learning. To obviously become yeah, but very 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 much in season one, especially the first half, we see how he becomes obviously you know the hood or whatever they they, they called him at first. Yeah, and and it's it's great because the the difference in when he comes out, obviously you realise that he's on an island. Yep. But you don't know how he got on the island, um, and you realise he's no, and you realise he's rich because of the the flashbacks come on the boat where he's on a. Uh, like a yacht with a, a very attractive girl, and yep. he's got his, uh, his dad's on there as well. Um, and then there's an accident, and the the boat sinks. He wakes up on an island, and he soon realizes that he's not alone on the island. That there's lots of soldiers on the island that he's joined by um, this kind of mysterious. He's a hooded figure, isn't he, of a bow and arrow? Well, yeah, and, and I think the reason why he wears the hood is to remember him. Believe it or not. That's it, yeah, that's why. And it's uh, referred to later on where he always holds the hood. And, yes. And, uh, Even though, obviously, Barry mentioned or whatever, or, or one of Barry's friends mentioned it in a, later on season three. Yeah, and it's about changing the colour. And he yeah. says, no, it, says, it means a lot to me. Yes. Um, so he, he's trained um, by this guy on the island uh, who you don't really know anything about, do you? No. You first believe, obviously, he's a good character because he is helping him. Um and then you realise that there are lots of other soldiers on the island who are trying to capture him. Yeah. Um, and I think the first one is solely on the island, isn't it? No, it's a bit of both. It? It's a bit of both. He's come back. So, because he, he comes back and the press make a big deal about Oliver Queen returning from the dead. Right. And, 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 uh, and everything. And, um, and this is when he realises, because he's got the book, hasn't he, from his dad. That's right, yeah. You know, I, I forget whether it's the first episode where he realises dad killed himself and his friend for him to survive. But he knows, obviously, he's here, and he has this mission to right all the wrongs that his family have done. Yeah, because they're running two storylines, aren't they? Yeah, and, and uh, in, a, in a kind of cliche, tropey way, but I think it works fantastically in the first couple of seasons. The storyline that's happening in five years ago on the island kind of, to a certain extent, mimics the storyline that obviously happens in the, you know, in the, in the show in the, in the present time. Yeah. And, I, and I think the way they've done that, intertwine them... I know, uh, yeah, I know. I mentioned cliche and trope, but I thought they, I think they've done it so well. I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, because you you realise that. Um, I mean, we could talk about this for hours, so we'll we'll kind of keep the details absolutely the details brief of it. Um, but for season one, that he's he's very angry character, isn't he? Is. He, he is. And, and it's completely different to other characters that he will kill people. Yes. Um, he's going through the book. Uh, for people who have failed this city. That's the line, that's the famous line that yeah. he, he says to everyone, isn't it? You have failed this city. Yeah. And he shoots with the arrow and he kills them simply because the name is in this book that his dad gave him. Yeah, I mean, he, he, they are bad people, we know. But yeah, he's doing it. But yeah, he's doing it very, it's, a, it's almost robotic-like, isn't it? Yeah, but it could be from someone who's taken lots of workers' money from their pensions, True, yeah, kept it, it themselves, yes. and that's worthy of the arrow turning up and, in your office shooting five arrows into you before saying that you failed this city and you're dead. So it's a really harsh character. And from that, he becomes an enemy of the police department, doesn't he? He does. 
because they don't. Some people see him as a vigilante, but the, the police just see him as a, a cold-blooded Mur- killer. Yeah, yeah, and and through that, um, you get him in a scenario where he's going to kill someone, which then takes you to a flashback to the island of where he's being trained. Then has to go and kill someone. It, it does go off in. Yeah, I mean, the, I mean, the, the first one initially is where he had to kill an animal for food, and he didn't want to, for example. Yeah, I think it was the turkey or whatever, something similar. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and he's being trained to to survive. You need to do this and have these sacrifices in your yeah. life, and they gradually turn him into the killer, which you see towards the end of season two and definitely in season three. Um, and he's on the island, and the other characters are after something on this island, but you're not told what it is. You believe they want him for a bounty for the money, don't mm. you? That they know he's Oliver Queen and that he's obviously a billionaire like Bruce Wayne and that they want him. And his friend's the target they're actually after because he's a, uh, a rogue uh, high-ranking soldier from, yeah, uh, like Absolutely. from a kind of a, a guerrilla kind of warfare yeah, I mean, he rebel kind of company, like, isn't he? For, I never quite got whether he worked for them and then turned against them or had been, always been to... Um, uh, Working for, we're working for them because I always get confused with him and obviously uh, the other guy he meets, Slade. Yes. Because um, so, what happens there are, are um, obviously his friend um, gets captured and that's when he obviously meets Slade. Yeah, I mean, looking at what they've got, it's um, that Slade, uh, Manu Bennett, he comes in under season two. He does. He's in season one. He helps, uh, he helps uh, obviously Oliver out in season one and he again teaches him how to be tough, teaches him how to be a soldier. Slade, Slade has, has turned rogue. He was like um, ex-special forces or whatever. Yeah, you never know, even when he's on the island, whether he is a bad character or whether he's a good character, well, do Slade. you? Yeah, Slade. He's very, very good. He plays. He, he he's the same play. as Crixus in um, Spark. Yeah, I mean, he is good on the island. He does help him out. But I know you always have that uneasy feeling whether he's going to turn against him or not. Yeah, he and gets what he wants. Bang, and that's it. He doesn't really care how he does it. Yeah. So, Oliver, you can either help me, but if you get in the way, I'll kill you. I mean, I know that doesn't happen, he doesn't mention, but that's the feeling I got from him. Yeah, exactly. And the reason why they want this character, uh, the uh, Chinese guy, uh, or Vietnamese, is because um, they want him for the codes to actually build uh, for these rockets, which they're going to then fire at this um, passenger 747 that's going to fly over the island at Pacific time. And to Queen... He believes this is just an act of terrorism, that they're just going to blow up an innocent flight, um, which is passing by. But you later learn that it's um, they're targeting a head of a, a female head of a triad gang, yes. which becomes apparent in later on in season one and season two and three. She's in all of them. Um, it's quite a strong character. So uh, they're kind of developing characters then. But he goes back to when he's at Stalin City, because of what's happened, because of his fame, they put a bodyguard with him, um, which is John Diggle. And uh, what, what a relationship that I ends mean, up in! That's fantastic. I mean, he's a he's such a cool bloke, isn't he? Diggle is fantastic. He is, isn't he? He, he is, really he is. is. I mean, played by David Ramsey. The only fantastic. Per- for me, he's absolutely fantastic. You couldn't get another person for this cast. I think the only person, in my opinion, if if uh, they couldn't get Diggle. I think the only person for me would probably be someone like The Rock. That's for me saying that, though, because I, like, I like him. Yeah. But, 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 they're but, very much similar but, yeah. people, though, aren't they? Because I, th- I think both of them can play it uh, that cool. But he is the coolest character in yeah. the whole of the series, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. I know you all want to be Arrow, but in terms of coolness, yeah. I think, I th- I think uh, 
you know, if you wanted one as a mate, I think I'd probably choose him over Oliver Queen. He's a bit more stable. Yeah, I mean, he, well. and he plays a character that's like special forces and yes, as like he's as hard as a coffin nail, isn't he? He, he, is. he doesn't fear anything. He no. goes into anything, and you you see his character as well with regards to his brother was killed by an assassin, wasn't yeah. he? Um, and it's kind of weird that he's in love with his brother's dead shot or something like that. Yeah, oh. brother's wife, isn't he? Um, who works yes. at a, a restaurant and he goes there every time and he looks after her but he, he's kind of in love with her it's like really. a love triangle without the third person almost but the third person being the guilt yeah obviously and also then we're introduced to um, Felicity Smoke yes we are as yeah, well no, who's the computer geek what I liked about it though unlike Gotham to you it, let's be honest it took almost a good first good few episodes to introduce all the what are going to be main characters mm. didn't do it all at once yeah. And, it, and when Felicity was introduced, it was a case of, well, I'd imagine when you were first watching it, she's a bit part, and you probably thought she's not really going to be a main character. But she yeah. slowly became one. Yeah, that's right. And um, she wasn't, uh, I mean, as we spoke about it, I kind of I kept you appraised with every episode that I watched. Yes, you did. And uh, <laughs> you, you, did. Ke- you kept saying to me, well, which one's your favourite character? Which one's your favourite? And uh, I liked, and... She was lovely for all of it. I like Laurel Lance. Season one, that's all I know. She's <coughs> yeah. lovely. She is it was lovely. Uh, Katie Cassidy plays Laurel Lance, who was, um, who was a long-term girlfriend of Oliver Queen. Um, and they were hoping to, to kind of settle down together when Queen did the dirty and uh, basically took uh, Sarah on the boat, yeah. who's Laurel's sister. She didn't know. And uh, he believed that she died. And he's living with that guilt. She's living with that hatred. And, and so is the dad. Yeah, and the dad as well. Yeah, so... And the dad... <laughs> the you dad's don't like a, the mouth, do you? I don't like the dad's get mouth. Get out, get out now. Yeah, the dad has... Tried. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's rather annoying. And uh, my wife pointed it out, and since she pointed it out... It's annoying. Yeah. I, yeah. I've noticed it. It doesn't annoy me, but when he talks now, because of you... Yeah. And I can probably blame your wife now for this, yeah? You can, yeah. I always look at his mouth now. Thanks, so thanks it's to you. Fantastic. So it's worked on you as well. It has worked on me. So, um, yeah. The, yeah. So the dad, um, I was going to say the dad's John Barrowman, but the dad definitely isn't John Barrowman. It's uh, Paul Blackthorne who plays detective um, Quinton Lance. And he's really, really good. He's just basically a detective who's... He is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but he can't open his mouth when he talks. No. And uh, as soon as you notice it, that's all you look at. When he has to... It's like when someone's got something on their face, right? Yeah. You just look at the thing on their face. Yeah, pronounce yeah. any kind of thing with an S in. And, and yes. he's... Yeah, especially with a sharer. Sh- you think, oh, and, and it's quite funny, especially when he has a sentence with like, he shoots really switch. <laughs> you think, oh, this is just... It becomes comical. So, but, so we're now... So this could be a speech impediment that he's had for his life. And now if it's in a speech impediment... And, and, and you're ripping it. For, you're completely ruining him now. I'm, yeah, I'm ruining him a bit. If you've got a speech impediment, that's fair enough. But it, it just, it's Paul, a joke, listen, isn't it? If you listen to this podcast, we're sorry. We're sorry. <laughs> um, but the relationship he's got um, with Laurel is really, really good. Yeah, it is. And the fact that the dad um, is so much full of hatred yes. for Queen. And he has to... And obviously for the first... Well, the first season, definitely, and carrying on. Trouble seems to follow Queen around when he's taking people out. Um, and people go for him. That He's constantly on his case, isn't he? And he is. Queen's bad news. Obviously, Queen's followed um, a lot by um, Colin Donner, who plays Tommy Merlin, who's his best friend, isn't he? 
Yes. And what did you think of uh, Tommy? I liked him at first. I thought he was a very interesting best friend. However, for the first season, weakest character. He was, yeah. He didn't really have a lot to do. He there was a bit of a, a lapdog. He was a spoiled brat who was living off Malcolm Merlin, who plays by John Barrowman. I mean, okay, he dies. His dad, yeah. Obviously, spoilers, yeah. What was the point? Now, Arrow makes yeah. the point of it, I don't kill anyone now because my best friend died. Problem is, it's, and I'm sure, I'm sure that's the case, but they didn't do much because he got annoying, really, rather than they didn't do much in this for you to care for, for you to care for him. Yeah. When he died, it was sad, but you were more sad for Laurel and Oliver that their best friend died rather than the fact that he died. I know that sounds harsh. Yeah. No, exactly, because you were kind of sad. You, you were relieved that he was gone because he didn't really do anything. I thought he was going to turn into. Um, a baddie. That'd when be he, interesting, yeah. Yeah, when his dad, he obviously found out about his dad, didn't he? Yes. And his dad tried to um, kind of mentor him into how to be a yeah. like a baddie, really. Um, but he didn't really go along with that. And then there was nothing else he can do. They kind of gave him a, a token gesture job in a nightclub, didn't they? They did. And that didn't really work out. No, but no, but, but we hardly saw him. And the scenes like that he did have in were almost pointless until he found out who the arrow was and he had hatred. That made him a bit more interesting when he didn't like the arrow. Yeah. But you're right, up until, after the pilot, best friend, yeah, ha-ha, and then, and then he did nothing until obviously he found out who Oliver Queen was. Yeah, but it was fun when he was with Laurel and he kept asking her out all the time and it, um, Malcolm Merlin cut his son off, didn't he? Yeah. With all the money, so he had to get a job. He got a job at the nightclub, um, which made him feel like a bit of a, a normal person. And, uh, and then he found out that Laurel was kind of quite interested in the arrow. Still. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And arrow, uh, yeah. that drove his jealousy out of the wall. And that was quite entertaining, <laughs> wasn't it? Because yeah. that gave him something to do. <coughs> what do you think of um, Thea, who is um, the sister? She was an interesting character. I think she was quite good. She was a real spoiled... She was not likeable at all. I think that was, yeah, that was the idea, though. Yeah. She was such a spoiled little Well, brat. she goes for a drug habit in season one, doesn't she? But yes. she gets clean after being charged. Um, which is a is it DUI, isn't it, as they call yeah. it? Um, which annoyingly leads us to um, Colton Haynes, who is Roy Harper, and uh, Roy's a petty thief. See, um, I didn't dislike Roy at this point. I, I like Roy. Okay, I'll when, give him the game away now. But yeah, when he was unknown, um, and again, this is spoilers. But Roy is fascinated by the hooded vigilante, and he. It becomes his protege, doesn't he? Um, he does, but it doesn't really become his protege until like season two. No, he's a. I really enjoyed him in season one. Yes, because there was a lot for him to do, wasn't there? It was. A lot of different directions. There was. Is he gonna uh, kind of kidnap Thea to try and get money and or become a baddie or or, or which direction he's gonna go in? There was a lot of scope yeah. and a lot of possibilities. Um, and, and they didn't go in any direction, really, did they? <laughs> no, no, he, he kind of he plodded along through the first season, but it wasn't a problem for me. No, the first season it wasn't, and even most of the second season wasn't too much a problem. The problem is the third season, but for me, yeah, yeah, and towards the end, yes, there is. Yeah, we can talk about is it a miracle? Yeah, the miracle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we can talk about that. Um, and the parents, I mean, the, the parents that played the biggest role was Moira Queen, who's uh, Fear and Oliver's mum. She was. A really good character, and I liked her character a lot because yes. she was very, very clever. And obviously, it's um, the Queen Corporation, isn't it? Yes, it that is. That she was in charge of, 
and she manipulated people. You found out she had a like a, a history of a sexual relationship with um, Malcolm Mervyn, didn't you? You did. And she was one minute a loving mother, but she'd also do anything to protect her children. And she was working with um, John Barrowman's character. No. Yes. Malcolm Merlin. Yeah. Yeah. And I never knew which way to take her, which I liked, because you didn't know whether she was doing it to protect her family no. or whether it was for her own greed and her own gain. And she was really, really good all the well, way through. you got through. in trouble. I liked her other half. I forgot his name. Yeah. The, the British, well, the British guy. The British guy, yeah. I can't I remember thought, his I, name. I, he was a really enjoy- I, I like, really liked his character. Yeah, I mean, he was in James Bond, wasn't he? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he holds quite a presence on the screen, I thought. He, he does, and it's a shame in one form or another. We don't, we don't really see more of him. No, he hasn't come back since, has he? No, he came back kind of like to help Oliver out. Um... One time, but no, he hasn't. He hasn't really come back since. You get a token gesture. He may be on the phone talking to someone and things yeah, like that, maybe. don't you? Yeah, and maybe. But it. yeah, yeah. It's, it, it was a bit of a shame. But yeah, okay. yeah. And um, I know a character which you like, um, Felicity, who's the IT technician who work at Queen ah, Consolidated. Yeah, yeah. First of all, she beca- she's a bit part in the IT department. She is. Um, Oliver will come to her with like a. A laptop that's got massive bullet holes she in it, like or an arrow through, and stuff like that. She, she was like um, Morgan Freeman's character, almost. In yeah. one way, and another, you know, from Batman. Like, yeah, you're right. Oliver will come to her with a bizarre problem. Yeah, and she's an idiot to a certain degree. And she's very. She says the wrong thing, doesn't she? She speaks her mind. She's and, very good at saying the wrong thing. Yeah. Yeah, and the DC comic characters are the same name. Um, was a stepmother of Ronnie Raymond, uh, the manager of the computer software company, um, and she's very friendly with um, obviously Diggle. And Oliver, um, they become kind of confidence, don't they? They, they do. They're a, was it a trio, and yes. she's the IT skills, and Diggle's like the. He's still kind of part-time bodyguard, and uh, and a chauffeur, but and Oliver's kind of spearheads everyone, doesn't he? he does. Really, with the money and stuff like that. He, as you say, he's very much a, a Bruce Wayne character, isn't he? Yeah, he is, isn't he? Yeah, obviously, obviously, with with all that money he's got and all the gadgetry he can have, for example, it funds you know Queen Queen's research department, just like yeah. like Wayne Enterprises, and and it's quite believable. And the fact that he can do that, the fact that he can be this hero. Yeah, and did you think because um, she she's such a lovable character? She is. is. She's she is. stunning and very bubbly and very like a normal person. That she will be a love interest at the start of season one. <sighs> I thought maybe, but I, I thought obviously we know what's ha- happening now. I thought um, what was good is if it, they, they do it slowly, and I think they're, I think they're, they're doing yeah. a good job. Uh, and if they don't never fall in love, it wouldn't bother me. And if they do, because I think if they do, where do they really go from there? Yeah, do they have a baby? Well, that would ruin things. Yeah, so kind of leave it like Ross and Rachel. Will they? Won't they? Kind of. Yeah, and if uh, hey, and if you want through. them to get together, I think you do it in the last season, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, one of the um, obviously Sarah, she becomes she's the Black Canary that we believe in season two. She is, yeah, in season two. Um, Before we get into that, what do you think of season one's ending? Because it's quite an interesting ending. Um, the bombs going off. We, we thought that they, they fixed one of the bombs, about one of Malcolm Merlin's bombs. Yeah, it was bombs put around the city, wasn't it? And, yeah. But this was where uh, one of the occasions where they realised that um, Oliver Queen or. Um, they call him the Hood, don't they? they do. The first they do one. At this point. They do the, call him the Hood, and that he's a goodie, isn't he? Yeah. And that they realise that his interests uh, are for the city, and that, as you say, he's put these these 
what you do believe it's one bomb around um, in Stalin City, and it's the detective in the end who actually deactivates yes, it, it is. isn't it? Um, but yeah, as you say, it, the whole of Stalin City is destroyed, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I, I know. Yeah, it's the um, I think it's the lower end of the like, you know, yeah, the know, poorer the, side, the isn't poorer it? Side, yeah, yeah, um, the glades they call it, don't That's they? It. Uh, yeah, I didn't expect that to happen, to be honest. No. I, I thought it was fantastic that it happened, that there were so many civilian casualties, that they wiped half of and the really, city out. Yeah, and it really played in the first half of season two, though, didn't it? Yeah, uh, and yeah, because that led to so many different storylines. But I thought the pace of the first season was really good. Yes, it was. And the flashbacks um, really didn't affect me whatsoever because they were all leading to the to kind of future storylines, plots that are going on, that even when you're at the end of season two, there's flashbacks and different characters that are coming into it. There are. And it ties in so well. And season one, I mean, I watched season one probably just short of a week. <laughs> I've done 20, I think it's about 23 episodes or something. I, I mean... That's almost a whole my, day's worth of watching. I know, it's so sad, yeah. It's not sad. 23 lots of 40 it's minutes. It's impressive, too. It's not yeah, sad. Some say sad, some say dedicated, or ridiculous, but um, I really enjoyed it. As soon as I finished watching season one, myself and about half, we were right, let's go for it, let's put season two on. Well, it, straight away, was it the next, was, was it the next episode? Yeah? Well, the city blowing up, Starling City. <laughs> half See, I had, to wait, I had to wait three weeks. I couldn't I, do I don't know how you did it. I could not. I, I couldn't it. afford to, that's why at the time. Well, and, at the time, it wasn't yeah. on Sky or anything, or anything like that for Gatshaw. It was such but. a luxury of seeing Starling City blow up. What's going to happen next? And then be able to watch it. Yeah, just by pressing play, so I can find out what happens so you, next. Now you caught up, you're stuck like everyone else. I now else. have to wait seven days to find out what yeah. happens in the next hour. And soon you'll have to wait the best part of half a year, which is even more annoying. Fantastic, I can't wait. But I, I really enjoyed season one. I thought it was paced really well. Introduction of the characters. I mean, you met so many different characters, didn't you? Did. you? And they each had their role to play, not too over the top. Um, it was believable. It wasn't ridiculous. There were no stupid costumes. Um, you had the violence there. It wasn't over the top. No. Um, and I thought it was great. And for a character that I didn't know anything about, I, as you know, I really, really enjoyed it. What about yourself? Yeah, no, completely. I mean, I thought the pilot was okay. Um, it, it got me, it got me interested. And the way they developed it, they paced it over. I've obviously did 20 whatever episodes, which is, which is not easy to do, is it? It's a lot of... It is, yeah. I mean, they had the cliche, which Smallville does, which Gotham has done, and kind of which Flash has done, and a lot of other things. Like They, they do have the cliche bad guy of the, of the week, you know, of the episode kind of. Yeah. But I, but I thought you didn't really notice that, because, you had, because um, obviously you, they were slowly introducing all these other characters. There's so much going on yeah. that, you, that you didn't really notice that, and it's the same with The Flash, uh, which we'll, we'll talk about in a bit as well. But I mean, I mean, for me, this gets a four. I'd give it a four out, of, four point five out of five. For I would season. as well, yeah. and I, I owe you big time. But I think I repaid you back with the shield. You, oh, you did, you did, uh, you did as a suggestion. With Vicky Mac looking out on those, you know, the window on the on the cars, the, the ultimate revenge. That was. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I kind of, I've done my bit to society by giving you the shield. And I still got to watch the wire. That you the wire, so. totally recommend as well. Yeah, that's fantastic. So in season two. Um, Oliver's driven to to stop crime, but this time passively without killing criminals. He goes back to the island, doesn't he? That's where they find him, bizarrely. Yeah, it starts off yeah. um, with Felicity and Diggle. Yes. Just arrive on the island 
when he was there. And uh, I can't remember why he's on the island, can but you? He feels like he's let the city down, I think, or something like that. That's right. From, yeah, because the that's explosion. Sense, yeah. yeah, and... Um, but in this one, you're introduced to, um, from uh, season one as well, Slade Wilson. And Shadow, which we forgot to mention. And Shadow as well, yeah. What did you think of Shadow? I thought she was right. I quite enjoyed it. To the point where I was quite upset when she died. Because I, I thought she, would have been a really, she was a really interesting character. Um, yeah, I, she, they could have kept her going. And they I, could have. I, I would have, have been quite happy. I why I didn't. Because it made sense in the end. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so Oliver's kind of basically pissed off with the way things went. Yep. And they, he failed the city himself, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, but he didn't shoot himself. So, uh, you know, he didn't. So, uh, yeah. do you think the reason he doesn't kill himself because he realised he would have to kill himself for failing the city? And, 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 and he obviously, that, at that point, he changed. No? Oh. <laughs> I think that would have been a bit weird, wouldn't it? It would have been. Um, <laughs> but, there, but there you go. Do you think, though, I mean, the introduction also of, uh, of Sarah Lance as well yeah I really really like that introduction she's not actually I don't think she's actually in the comics I don't think Laura Lance does, does not have a sister I think in the, in, in the comics and uh, this um, I think but don't quote me on it this character was, was obviously made for TV I thought I, th- I think it works perfectly I think it, it was really really interesting you, you know bombshell moment Sarah's still alive yeah um, you know, and obviously you see her in the flashbacks and in the present day as well yeah, and again, you're every week you're introduced to um, another kind of weekly baddie, aren't you? You are, which which is the same in anything, any any police series or anything oh, yeah. you get. So you quite happily live with that. But, but very soon on, though, you get about half of the season. Obviously, you get the main the main bad guy, and then it focuses more a bit more on that. Well, there's there's kind of two, isn't there? Because well, you got you, the first one for the first half of the season who you think is the main bad guy. Which I thought was. It's meant to be Dr. Blood, isn't it? The mayor. Which meant to be, yeah. The, yeah, um, yeah, 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 going for mayor. Yeah. And, um, and that's when you're kind of start to get introduced to the Miracle, aren't you? Yes. Um, and the Miracle's uh, a drug which uh, Dr. Blood is collecting from, or injecting into, what are they, kind of homeless people, aren't they? Or, yeah, 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 basically. Uh, he's, t- he's experimenting on them. And it makes them full of rage and incredibly strong and virtually indestructible to a certain extent, aren't they? It does, it does, it does. Like a mini Hulk almost, but to the extent that they go, you know, the people go a bit mad. Yeah, and he wants to take over the city. Um, and at this time, obviously, Moira, uh, Queen, Oliver's mum, she's blamed for the destruction yep, of the city yes. and she gets sent to prison, possibly um, put on death row. Yes, absolutely. And she's quite happy taking full responsibility, which you announced in a press conference that she let the city down and she's going to go to prison for it. And the majority of her time is spent with visits in prison, isn't it? Which is something that Thea doesn't really visit her because she's got issues of that she lied. And she's got that link with Roy, Hemroyd, that um, he lives in the bad part of the city and that she... They were boyfriend. They are well. They were boyfriend and girlfriend in season two, weren't they? They, they were, and yeah, they were. And, and the whole thing, Thea. Oh yeah, my mum lied. Let's be honest. Uh, Thea lies. Yeah, I, I found Thea a bit annoying in season two. She did get annoying up until the point I think when she started running the club, she got okay again. Yeah, I kind of. But the, the, the club seemed a hobby to be. Like, let's try and make her a bit more grown up, and she yes. had it, and it was. Like when little four-year-olds do tea parties, they try and play grown-ups. <laughs> it, it kind of reminded me that she was doing that. 
running the club. I think, I think, you know, I think, you know, I think it took until season three for her to be an interesting character. Yeah. You know, episode and episode. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think you're right. I, th- I think the women in this, there's, there, 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 there's, you know, there's a couple of women in this series that did get annoying. Obviously but her. Laurel. Oh, how annoying You said to get. me, you kept saying, which one do you like more? And it was Laurel all the way through. It was Laurel all the way. Because yeah. she was the girl next door in season one, wasn't she? Yes. A, a lovely character. I Suddenly. Knew, I, knew, I knew you would change. Yeah, in season two, she's anorexically thin. Yes. With straight hair. And a, she's a DA. And yeah. she's successful and powerful and doesn't really smile. And very and, bitter woman. And then throws everything away. Yeah, and she um, gets a drink problem, doesn't she? Yes. But she's just not a nice character that you can warm no. to. And, and you don't feel sorry for her when she, yeah, when she blows it all either. No. I'm like, well, says you're right, you know? Yeah. And I think, really, for Laura Lance, uh, from where she, we, we believe she's going to end up being, um, you need to feel sorry for this character and yeah. what she's going through. And maybe it's the bad writer, but you never did, and to the point where... It got really annoying, and I think you and I both said, had she been killed off, I really wouldn't have minded. Yeah, because even though she lost the sister, <coughs> and obviously we have the luxury of um, finding out that Sarah has returned yeah. um, and has become part of the trio with regards to helping um, Oliver, that you still feel no sympathy for her, and you don't sit there watching it thinking, I wish she knew, yes. that I want her to know so she gets the happiness that her sister's still alive. Because she's such an annoying character, as you say, it could be the writing, you don't care, do you? No, you don't no, no. care for it at all. No, she's like bitter and stuff. I mean, it would be different if she was still trying to, if she was still the character from the first, from the first, trying to do good. Yeah. Despite everything that's gone wrong, I think you would feel sorry for her then. But she's not that. You're right. She's this bitter and twisted character. Yeah. And she doesn't have, she hardly has any likeable traits to the point where you feel more sorry for the dad yeah. than anything else. And through it, that, <coughs> excuse me, that uh, Oliver, when he goes to see her as the arrow, wants to help her. Yeah. Um, but she continuously sets him up with her dad to try and get captured and arrested. Yeah. And he gets away. And through those moments, um, you get a, a bit annoyed because you, you kind of think, well, Oliver, wake up. I know. I know she's I know, shitting I know, on exactly. you all the time. I know. You're going back. I kept shouting at the TV, she failed the city, Oliver. Do it. Do it. Yeah. But it, it didn't happen. Though. I know. And he kept going back and making excuses for her to eventually that she gets pissed up. Drives a car as an accident. Yeah. And let's be honest, Jit, the making excuses get a bit annoying. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll talk about that in a bit. Uh, uh, yeah, exactly, exactly. But um, I, I really like the way they introduced um, Sarah, that she wasn't dead in the boat. No. Um, she came back and she'd been trained um, by Raza Gore, wouldn't she? Yeah, it was the first. I mean, yeah, Raza Gore was definitely mentioned in season two. I don't know if he was mentioned in season one, he may have been, but. I love the fact that they, that they obviously popped that name in. And now, obviously, in season three, we've, obviously we've met him. But yeah. Yeah, and I think, is it, Kath, is it Catherine Bat, I think, um, who's Razagul's daughter? Um, she was that in was Spartacus. That uh, Christopher Nolan one. Um, it, it's uh, daughter. She has a, like a sexual relationship with her, doesn't she? Sarah. Oh, sorry, yeah. Apologies, apologies. I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It and, is, it is. Yeah, and she's actually, she's stunningly the, the good looking. Japanese yeah, I'm not and sure. she's oh, the one who taught her. Um, and I mean, Sarah really kicks ass, doesn't she? She's she got does. that long staff, and uh, she's, she's fantastic. Awesome. Yeah, she's very, very sexy in her outfit. But that has nothing to do with why I enjoyed watching it. It, it was just brilliant. It really was. And I told my wife that numerous it was, times. It was the choreography, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was the angles. I yeah. liked. Well, 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 there you go. There you go. Having said that, um, the other half does have 
I mean, look, look at the eye candy she's got. She's, she's got Oliver. Exactly. Diggle, you know. Um, Oliver always works out with his shirt off. And uh, even I'm impressed. I tell her to stop talking when he's working out. Is it the the bit when he's got got the the, the barbell and he's jumping up with the weights? Yeah, I get out of breath when I watch that. I do do too. Tears are tears are tears. Yeah, arrows on, I get my inhaler. (laughs) (laughs) Just because it's that impressive. But her character is very, very good. Um, She works well with the team as well. And obviously brings in the factor, and as you say, um, that Raza Ghul... Yeah. And for, I think for any DC fan, that will excite anyone, won't it? It would, yeah. I mean, most people now, thanks to the Nolan series, and if you I thought played, you were going to say the Nolan sisters then. Nolan I'm so glad you didn't. The Nolan series, and uh, if anyone's played, obviously, the Arkham City games um, on, uh, you know, on Xbox and PlayStation 3, but other, and I think Wii U, uh, one mm. of them, but um, knows, obviously, Ra's al Ghul. Yeah, uh, uh, and I, and the fact that they they, they brought they slowly brought him into it. It wasn't a case of Raz Al Ghul, and then he comes to the next. That's episode. it. I didn't That's need what's him. So good about yeah. it. He wasn't wait. needed as a trump card. No. To, as if like a big finger up at everyone. Let's rush him and bring him in. They didn't because no. they still had um, the the miracle uh, being pumped into these people by uh, Doctor Blood, who as he was called, yeah. who wore that scary mask, pretty much like the Scarecrow, um, and he became a nemesis, didn't he? He did. And, uh, it kind of jumps towards the end to speed things up that um, Moira gets out, she's released from prison um, and she decides to run for mayor but even though she's wronged the city with what happened to her and um, Malcolm Mervyn yes. that she wants to do best for the city she does so she runs against um, Dr Blood Dr Blood, yeah. yeah and you always believe or I believed um, that it's written that he's the main baddie Who's going to be fighting against that? I said, you think he's a bad guy, didn't I? Yeah, and, and I, caught, I thought, well... It, why is he asking, yeah, why is he you asking me? Then? I've told but, you this yeah. every single week, that he's the main baddie. But obviously, you, then you realise that uh, he's answering to Slade Wilson. Yes. Bombshell moment, that is, isn't it? Yeah, because a lot of the time, uh, some of the flashbacks where they're on the island, um, and Slade Wilson is dead set on trying to escape and trying to yes. get on this cargo plane that's leaving... Um, that goes wrong. They're on a boat um, and they get captured and you kind of realise that um, th- th- there's a fight in the end and uh, Oliver Queen is captured and that he could have killed Slade Wilson. When Slade Wilson turns yeah. bad, he had the opportunity to kill Slade Wilson, didn't he? No, yeah, and I'll tell you what was interesting about the season two is you knew Slade Wilson had one eye. And you pretty much knew it was Oliver Queen that yeah. had him. And you knew it was going to happen, but you were still interested to see how that was going to happen yeah. in, in the past, which I thought was really... And he also knew that Solance was going to die again, or you think it was going to die. Yeah. She, he said, I don't want to see you die twice or whatever. He mentioned it. And, and they set that up. Yeah. And even though they kind of like spoiled their own you know, series, or you know, their own flashback kind of thing mm. was coming up, I, thought, I still thought it was really interesting. Yeah, because it was running at such a pace you were constantly waiting for these things to happen because yeah. they did drop hints. Um, and, but I knew as soon as you started speaking, because I'd seen um, the Manu Bennett character, the Slade Wilson, in Spartacus playing Crixus, that I, I recognised it was his voice, but the, they are kind of working together um, and things go wrong and that he kind of turns against him. And yeah, I think Dr. Blood realises what he did was really bad. Yeah, right, he, this is right towards near the he end. He says it's it? out of control, but yeah. the relationship between um, Slade and where Oliver Queen, where yeah. it breaks down, is from the island, isn't it? Yes. 
that he could have killed him. They're on a submarine. Yeah, I mean, it all stems from Shadow. He chooses... He doesn't... He doesn't re- does he really choose? He doesn't really. He, he jumps in front of... He kind of aims it at one of them, and he jumps in front of Sarah, and then he... Yeah, because they're Shadow. given a choice. But I, ki- I, I, I still kill, argue he didn't... Re- did he really choose? I think he, he did. He, you think he did, yeah? I think he did, because... He says he does. Yeah, because you, you, you're basically given a choice on the island, um, because... There's Queen, there's Sarah, because she turns up on the island, um, which was quite a, a, a bombshell back then, yes, wasn't it? it was. That he's not alone, that she's on there, and where did she come from? That That's when he first realises that she is still alive, um, and he wants to protect her, but at that time she's working for the Doctor, who saved her yes, um, she when she was floating she in the ocean on this cargo boat, um, who experimented on people, and he wants the miracle, doesn't he? He does, he does. Because he's saying that he wants to help it, for his, or to get it for his wife yeah. to develop it. Um, so she kind of double-crosses him a few times. The, the original guy who finds um, Queen on the island, who trains him, his daughter turns up, who turns out to be extremely good-looking again. There's who, no ugly people on this show. <coughs> everyone is very good-looking. I'm surprised they haven't asked you and me to go on the show. Um, so Oliver Slade is in love with this female, yes. it's her shadow. And... So it becomes a case of a scenario where they've all been captured. The, the doctor is basically saying, someone's going to die. It's going to be Sarah or it's going to be Shadow. Who do you want it to be? You choose. And he believes, Slade believes that um, the Queen chooses to protect Sarah. So yeah. she gets it. And it's his true love who gets it. Which is where the, the hatred yes. basically comes from, isn't it? It does. Um, and due to circumstances... Uh, they decide to, because he's been killed or he's been injured, um, decide to inject the Miraku virus or the yes, um, w- into um, Slade, don't they, while he's on the submarine? Yeah. And they think he's dead. Um, then he does come back to life, and then he starts to express the rage and the anger. It does, and, it's, and then eventually, while under the uh, Miraku virus, this is what, that's when he finds out, obviously. Yeah. But interesting, when we do see him years later, he kind of has that rage to a certain extent under control, sort of. Yeah, he's got that. He's dead he's angry, set on that plan, though, isn't he? But it? he's not like Roy is, for example. Yeah, Roy is a completely different. It's, beast a, it's controlled isn't anger it? he's got, where Roy is just probably kills the police off, doesn't he? Um, yeah. Uh, well, Roy just, kit, just hits. He's like the Hulk almost. Yeah. He just doesn't. He has no control whatsoever. Exactly. Yeah, and you, you realise that um, Queen shoots um, Bennett in the eye, doesn't he? Believing he does. he's dead. Yep. Um, so and that's him gone, isn't it? It uh, is until um, you realise that Doctor Blood is basically working for um, Slade, who comes back as a businessman who befriends yes. um, Queen's mum. He comes home, the bombshells drops, but oh, that she is, says, this is your yeah. friend, and he's sitting there. He's sitting there thinking, what the... F-? Yeah, exactly. And he's also, he's also thinking, this guy's really strong. If it, he still has the Mercury Rise in him, yeah. he could kill all of us, and I can do it. You know, yeah. It's such a tense moment, that, isn't it? Yeah, because he can't tell his mum what's going on. No. She's completely unaware. He's screwed. Yeah. Because, let's be honest, in a fair fight, without his stuff, even with his stuff... The arrow quite clearly can't be Sladen. Yeah, even people hit with the arrow of the miracle, and um, yeah, um, it's a shame Graham's not here because Graham has the miracle inside. His, he, he, his does, body. he does, he does, he does. To he, the point where his new nickname is now Roy. Yeah, because boys and girls. Yeah, and we found that out because he's a miserable bastard at Christmas. So, and he's uh, angry. Yeah, due to the miracle virus. True, true. Um, <laughs> so it, it's a, a really, really good scene where the, the roles are reversed, where Slade's got Moira um, and Oliver. And I think Thea as well, yeah. they've all been captured, haven't they? 
Oh, that's brilliant, isn't it? And he's going to kill one of them. I never thought he would kill one. No, honest. I did not think either. I, I thought, really didn't. What, what I wanted was the flash to arrive and save everyone. No. Um. <laughs> but I, I didn't think... And he actually shoots um, Oliver's mum. So I did not expect that. Yeah, suddenly Oliver's dad's dead. Oliver's mum's dead. Were you, like, shocked? Yeah, I was like, really, really did shocked. You watch, did you have to watch the next episode? Oh, I smashed all the episodes after that, I tell you. I really, really did. And uh, it was just fantastic that in this series, people just aren't safe. And I love that about watching the series, that you just don't know when they're going to go. No, you don't. You don't. And it's fantastic. So then he wants his revenge. not safe. Yeah, you just just don't know, do you? Yeah, which we'll find out. Um, So it ends with regards to... The Miracu virus taking over all these people. Yep. There's a massive fight in, in um, Stalin City, isn't there? Yes, there is. Uh, and everyone's involved in this. Roy, is, who's kind of been trained to a certain extent, but goes off on his little road, doesn't he? He does, he does. He does. And the Miracu virus is eventually taken away from him and they cure him. Yeah, because Dr. Blood catches Roy, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. And, and injects, it. injects him. For me, that's the, that was the worst thing about the season because that just got annoying. Roy... Roy was, was such an annoying the, character. After that happened, yeah. He <coughs> went from being a really interesting character coming into season one to yeah. just annoying. And that was, the, for me, that was the worst part, part of the writing yeah. for season was two. Yes, I can Was for agree. Roy that they lost his way. At that time, Roy could have died and I really wouldn't have minded because he'd broken up with Thea, hadn't he? Yes. So he didn't have any links to anyone um, and Queen decided to, to train him because, really, he was being a pain in the ass, getting in the way of uh, Queen yeah. all the time when he was on his missions. Yes, he was. And he wanted, once Roy had the miracle, he wanted to prove to himself that he could have, say, slayed. Yeah. You know, you know, you know it was almost like trying to undo the wrong, yeah. to a certain extent, um, by, by obviously using Roy as a guinea pig, but it didn't happen. So. Yeah, and uh, they have a fight, and Slade dies, doesn't he? You no, know, he didn't die. Doesn't he die? No, he, he beats up Slade, and then he ends up putting him in the prison. That's Sorry. right, that's on the right. Island. Yeah. The it, on the island. Um, Malcolm Merlin comes back, takes Thea away. Uh, but they have that fight, don't they? They do. Um, um, Queen and Merlin have a fight. They do. And they... he believes that he's killed um, Merlin. Yes. Do you remember but he, that? But he doesn't, but he didn't. No, because you soon realise that Merlin is trained in the art of um, kind of a. Giving people uh, believe what they see, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. If they think they've killed someone, he'll act like that way as a as a mask kind yes. of thing, and that's what he's done to a uh, to Queen. I mean, season two had so much content, it did, had it did. so many characters. What do you give out of five? Had so many changes. I mean, I'd give a four and a half. Yeah, for me, four and a half. Uh, I mean, there are bits I didn't like about the first season. The only reason it's not getting a five was because that Roy. If that annoying thing about Roy, this would be getting a five. Yeah, exactly. I, I, the pace of it, it was fantastic. They didn't lose anything. And I didn't think they could gain more momentum and more excitement out of me. And, uh, and I think the fact that I watched it in such a marathon that I was smashing through the episodes oh, yeah, yeah. meant that I was getting more and more excited. <laughs> and I was so happy that you'd watched it that I can go and talk to you about uh, it. It's brilliant, isn't it? Because that's all I wanted. It was just... Uh, I kept coming every day. I'm up but to this I bit. I tell you what, it's a bit like, bit. like me with the shield. It's so hard... Not to think, oh, you can't wait what's coming. You want yeah. to tell them, but you can't because you know there's out of order. Yeah, that's you what I kept wait. saying to you. Yeah. When I knew that the mum was going to die, I said, yeah. oh my God, you know. Or when I knew that the big guy, the big bad guy, would be Slade Wilson. Yeah. And, oh. and, and obviously Thea's dad, being Malcolm Merlin. And stuff yeah, like that. it was huge. So, I mean, season two was just brilliant. I mean, season three, 
Um, it just gets better. I mean, the Arrow becomes a public hero in Starlin City. He's now changed um, from having the paint under his eyes. He did it halfway through season two, didn't he? Yeah, to having a, uh, a, Barry, a proper mask. Because Barry, saw Barry in season two. Exactly, yeah. Mention. And then obviously... Uh, in the excitement, yeah. In all the excitement. And, then, and that's when we see him getting electrocuted. You know, he's in it for a guest star for a couple of episodes. Yeah. Those who know the comic book know he's going to be the Flash. Yeah. And his origin begins in the second series of Arrow. Which for me... I, I, I was, I tell you, I, I get excited now when I think about it because I was going through the, the motions of, of watching it, really, really excited. And then the flash started, and because of what um, Arrow had done, and had done it so well, yeah. and Gotham as well, and man, they're bringing the flash in. And the, yeah. I, I thought, man, this is just going to be great. And again, I didn't know anything about the it flash. Is, but as I well. had my reservations. How much, how interesting can a show be about a man running fast? Yeah, I, I, I thought that. Yeah. I honestly thought and that. I didn't know his nemesis. I didn't know no. who he'd work with. I mean, um, Grant Gustin uh, is Barry Allen, is the Flash in Central City. Um, and he makes an appearance uh, very briefly. The first episode is where there's a, um, a massive flash of lightning um, from Star Labs. It's the uh, particle accelerator, causes a thunderstorm. Uh, there's a chemical explosion in Allen's lab. Um, and he's, he's put in a coma, and then he wakes up. He's got superhuman powers. He does. And this came out in September, um, or it's done in this September year. 13, wasn't it? And uh, then it just came out yeah, this year. Um, it, it was just absolutely brilliant, absolutely brilliant. What do you think of the pilot episode of Flash? Look, I, 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 again, I was going fanboy over Arrow at the time, so yeah. I was kind of... I see, I preferred it to the first episode of the Arrow. Yeah, I was so intrigued, and I, I just wanted to watch it, and I was kind of... Well, if I don't like this, then I can go back to Arrow. So this is just True. an added bonus to me. It is. And the fact that um, he met Oliver Queen because he wanted to, uh, Barry Allen did, met the Flash met Queen because he wanted to talk to him about the I responsibilities yeah. of being a superhero. And he just ran to his city and they were talking on a rooftop. How awesome was that? Oh, end, end unbelievable. I've not seen anything like that. And whether it's been done before... No. I really don't know, but the fact that one character went in to an established character and they were speaking about the responsibility yep. of looking after the city instantly elevated the Flash like it did. from it did. a possible four up to a seven or seven and a half, eight in <laughs> status did. of it did. this is cool, this rocks. So I, I absolutely love that. Um, the link in it still, when they've had links as well since then. They have uh, in season often, three. Like Felicity has come into the Flash... And vice versa. Yeah, vice versa. And interestingly, um, on uh, oh, the most recent episode of Arrow, yeah. the mid-season finale, when Felicity's looking at the screen, looking at the computer, it actually says, yellow, yellow, yellow man or yellow flash attack star labs. Oh, movies. really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I didn't that, see that. I was that. like, whoa, yeah, Easter egg. I, it's oh, one it's of my quality, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. It is so good. I, I geeked out. I geeked out, boys and girls. <laughs> <laughs> For that moment. Because um, they've got... In um, so I'm just still I'm getting very excited now. I we just are, forget we? everything. We are, yeah, we are. but uh, they they meet up and yeah, he goes over. They speak about what's going on and everything like that. Um, and then back to the arrow. That I mean, I'm completely lost my train of thought now because I'm getting so <laughs> excited. Okay, so now I get my memory back. Obviously, the massive first wow moment in the arrow, uh, apart from the crossover, is where Sarah, she's on the rooftop. She gets killed. And she gets killed. 
And you watched this before me because I was still playing catch up on season two. Yeah. And you said there's an oh my god moment. Yeah, very early on in season in season three. Did that make you excited? It was really really excited. I didn't know what it was going to be, and I'm so proud. That obviously, I was gutted that she died. Fantastic yep. character, loved her to bits. She got shot with arrows. She did, and she turned around and she went, "What are you doing here?" So instantly, someone she recognised. I called out Thea straight I away. Was, I thought it was Raz Al Ghul all along. Yeah. You were right, Stu. You did call out Thea straight yeah, away. And I and loved I'm, it, and I'm saying it. 27th of December, 2014. Yeah. Episode 34. Yeah, episode 34 at 1939 hours. I admit, you were right. Fantastic. Anyway. This episode will be called Stuart Was Right. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, she was killed and she, and she dies and she's taken back to the... Uh, the Batcave is the equivalent of... It's the nightclub which Thea yeah. um, was running there down below. Um, and, and she's gone. And, obviously, uh, Raza Gaul's daughter turns up. She's gutted. Um, she loved her. Um, and, I mean, lots and lots of different things happen. I mean, Roy's now got his own outfit, the red outfit that he wears... Um, he's a fantastic archer. He's still a fuckwit that does stupid things. And um, Oliver's got to kind of hold his hand through different missions, isn't he? He does, he does, he does. But, but sorry, go on. No, no, I was going to say, yeah, because Diggle does a much better, <laughs> done a much better job than Roy. Why do you need Roy? He yeah. has had training, yes. He can kick ass. But the problem is, is he hasn't had the training that Diggle has had. Yeah. He hasn't done what Oliver has done. So, realistically speaking, now that Mirakura's gone... There's, he's, he's, I, it's even harder to spend your disbelief that he can even hold a candle to either of them. Yeah. Does that make any sense? Yeah, he can't. Yeah. I mean, but then why got, is he there? I honestly don't know. Maybe we're going to find this out, which is why I it's want so us good. To. I, want, I want to like him because yeah. he was so good in season one. Yeah, and, and I don't know, not reading the, the comics or any crossovers, I don't know whether... No, I'm not doing it on purpose. Yeah. You. I don't want to ruin anything. I don't know whether Roy will now turn into a nemesis or... Or, or anything where he'll be betrayed, I really don't know. But, I mean, Diggle, you've got his character development with regards to um, he's now getting married, he's got a child, um, he's kind of got a lot more to lose. He does. Um, and he understands the responsibility of what he's doing. Um, and also, in a, what's happened in a flash is the, uh, the company, which was the Queen Corporation, has now been sold... Um, which is fantastic because to, uh, uh, to Superman to Superman yeah well, the bloke from Superman returns anyway yeah and I didn't realise that because you, you turned to me though and you actually said didn't you that yeah. bloke will make a really really good Clark Kent <laughs> yeah and you looked at me like I was some kind of prat didn't you no, I didn't look at you no no yeah. no no I just thought you were really cute oh, that's really so you thought I was really cute while well, you laughed at me <laughs> but um but yeah so it's been sold um to uh, Palmer, yeah, Queen Consolidated just sold to uh, Ray Palmer, Brandon Roof. Yep. Um, and now the, the the twist on him that is that Felicity is working for him, yes. um, because he's really into his computers as well, he and he's de- de- developing his technology for a suit which is kind of like a halo suit or yes, like a, a kind of like an Iron Man suit, isn't it? And but that's no longer a secret because he's brought Felicity into that. Um, and told her about it, which at the moment does this or does not put her in danger. But yeah, and also, are they are they not going to get together? Kind of thing. Because yeah, they kissed. Yeah, but, and yeah. Um, and again, you have got the kind of the, the crossover with regards to 
Queen understands that because of his role, he can't have a relationship. But no. he's the feelings he's got for Felicity is coming more and apparent. Interestingly, going back to the Flash, Oliver tells the Flash, because obviously the Flash, if anyone fancies his best friend, you know that lady. I forgot yeah. her name now. Forgot her name, but yeah. Who, who's that? What Felicity? No, no. The Flash fancies his best friend, his uh, his childhood friend. Oh yes, friend. yeah, I know who you mean. Yeah. And I, for, I, for, I forgot her name. But an interest, uh, and I like that moment in one of the crossover episodes uh, where he says to Oliver, "Don't bother." No, no, the flat. Oliver says to the Flash, "Yeah, you know, it will never happen and stuff." And then you kind of understand why Oliver doesn't try it on with Felicity, because even though he's kind of like implicitly mentioned, that's the first time. Well, Iris like, West, that's the yeah. daughter of the. the yes, that's a, yeah. yeah, that's the first time Oliver basically said, "Look, you can't do it," and it's, that's the first time it's been explained right to your face, made it obvious yeah. that he's not going to have a relationship with Felicity. These are the reasons why. Yeah, and it's uh, another crossover you get, which is, we'll kind of talk about it when we do the, um, the Flash, which won't take that long, so it's still quite relatively new, um, is we had two episodes of... Um, awesomeness. Awesomeness, which was, uh, which was kind of the Flash versus Arrow, which, first impressions was, they're enemies. But it, yeah. it, it wasn't the case at all, no, the was it? the way they did it was interesting, wasn't it? I mean... Uh, yeah, and the first episode of When They're In Together was in The Flash. Yes. The second one was in, you had to watch The Arrow. Yeah, you did. I thought that was brilliant. I thought which was, brilliant. was absolutely in brilliant. In the same week as well, which is good, yeah. pretty much. Which was, yeah, and f- uh, throughout, when um, Barry first got electrocuted and he was in his coma, Felicity um, was going back, talking to him, um, yes. visiting him in yeah. the hospital. And it got mentioned, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. Which I thought was a brilliant touch. Um, and they actually, they even said, oh, someone else, uh, one of his friends is always there. And Felicity got a bit jealous. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we didn't know who this friend was. No. We know now. It was obviously Iris. That's right. Um, so, really, the, the way the arrows ending, which is massive, massive. And I big saw ending, this. Big ending, big ending. And, and I couldn't wait to tell you. And I kept asking you if you'd I, seen I, it. I, I, I was tired, but I, I, I think that it was before the night, the Christmas Eve Eve. I think yeah. I ended up watching it. Uh, yeah, yeah. We, we, we did our uh, National Lampoons, didn't we? We did, didn't we, yeah. Yeah, and um, it, it, it's absolutely huge that, obviously, Raz al Ghul has given a deadline um, to find out who killed um, Sarah, wasn't it? Yes. The Raz al Ghul's daughter said, we will come to this city and we will destroy it and yes. kill innocent people if you don't tell me. So what Queen does is put himself forward, doesn't he? He does. He kind of says, oh, I killed her because Thea did, but I failed Thea. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, no attempt to tell Raz what really happened. Mm. He kind of comes up for Malcolm Merlin. Malcolm Merlin basically... I don't know what Malcolm Merlin's plan is. He must have known that Oliver didn't have a chance against Raz Yeah, I mean, but he says that, doesn't he, when they meet? Yeah. He, in kind of like the, the flashbacks as well, that Raz you won't be able to beat him. And even part of the flashbacks is when um, uh, Oliver's in... I think he must be in China or somewhere, where he's been brought up by this family who's in with the triads. Yes. And he's been trained and has to carry out these uh, assassination missions, doesn't he? He does. That um, one night, his, um, his kind of, I suppose his mentor, um, he goes out one night and is believed to be killed by the triads. Yeah. When he turns up to meet Raza Ghul, he is there. Yes. And he goes by a different name. Um, and first of all, doesn't acknowledge Oliver at all, does he? And no. Oliver recognises him straight away, believing that he's dead. Um, so he goes to meet um, Raza Gore and says, I will fight you on this mountain um, to the death, which is a sacred place. Um, and you kind of, you'll pay. And, uh, he says he hasn't lost a fight in 
Well, he hasn't had, no, he hasn't had a fight in 67, 67 years. years yeah. yeah, and it's a fantastic line where they walk up to the top of this mountain. Um, McQueen, or McQueen, Queen has got his T-shirt off because you need to with a body like that. You do. And uh, he picks these two swords. And Raza Gould doesn't have a sword, does he? No, 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 no. He says, what? He says, uh, I, I basically says, I, I don't need a sword. Um, you know, when, you, when you're done with yours, I'll take it from you. Yeah, exactly. Very calm. Yes. Uh, and he's a different Raza Gould character from what I expected because he's, he's quite, he's kind of a middle aged character with short hair. He's not like the Liam Neeson character, um, yeah. like the, kind of the wise, long haired gown-wearing kind of person, is he? No. He's kind of like a modern twist on what Ra's al Ghul's like. He is, he is. He is. And, and, and because of the way he is, he's a lot more dangerous. You yeah. feel like he's a lot more and dangerous. And again, not that he has any um, difference on it, but he's not, he's very westernised. He's not um, an Asian character, is he? No, he's not. He's not. So, uh, and he has a fight um, with Queen. Well, it was not really a fight, really. No, he's, uh, he's, watching he it. Because you look at it, so many times you could, could have killed Queen... Before he ends up stabbing him anyway. Yeah, and he, 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 and he toys with him. And, and, it's a, and even the fighting style of Queen is poor, isn't it? Yeah, he's... I, I, watching it, I, I kind of didn't know what was going on. And it gets to the bit where he does actually take a sword off Queen. Yeah. And uh, he punches him and he beats him up and he's on his knees. And he stabs him and he, he thrusts the sword all the way through him. Oh, yeah, he's dead. Yeah. And he's, and he, yeah, and then he kicks him off the mountain. When that happened... <laughs> My jaw was on the floor. I, oh my god! I, they've killed Queen. What is going on? You hadn't watched it. No. My better half hadn't watched it. I had no one I, to I do talk about you it. Saying, though, I don't know. I don't know how, what they're going to do now. Yeah, I, I just posted on Twitter. I, I had to kind of get my frustration out, and I, I remember tweeting out. It just blew my mind completely. And, and I, I have to say, you mean you watched it? Yeah. And you were pretty much the same opinion, weren't you? I was. What they're going to do? There's so much, I mean, uh, it's fair to say, Oliver Queen's not dead. He's coming back somehow. Yeah. How they get to that is going to be interesting. Yeah. My only idea is that there is this pool of the Lazarus pool, yeah, whatever you want that to will heal you. Yeah. And that somehow I don't know how he'll do it. Whether it will be his um, his friend will actually come and aid him, who who did help him in China with the triads. I hope it's that. Um, and put him in this pool. And he'll come back again. I don't. I really, really don't know how. The only reason why I think it, I think you might be right with the pool, because the other option is someone finds Oliver and makes him heal and makes him get better, which I think is stupid. But I don't. Yeah, and, how and, can survive a fall from? Yeah, Lazarus has been brought that. up before as well. It's been mentioned. Yeah, and the fact that Razor Gould says sixty-seven years, he doesn't. He, you know, for sixty-seven years, he looks about. He doesn't even look sixty-seven. No, we're talking like I'd probably say like fifties. Yeah, you know. And he hasn't had a fight uh, for six, seven years. So yeah, I think all the clues are there if you want. If you want to look for them, yeah. It's just it's just a how 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 obviously they get to it. Yeah. The other rumor being is uh, that I think Roy might play a more prominent part until mm. obviously Oliver Queen gets back to one hundred percent. And it, yeah, uh, that was the jaw dropping bit. And obviously, again, they were going about Sarah's death. Yes. And it's and the arrows had DNA on it, which were um, Queen's DNA. Yes. And it turns out. Um, Again, he was in denial that Thea could ever be anything but good. Even though he thought that about his mum and his mum's yeah. bad. and that was a frustrating bit watching it, thinking, uh, wake up and smell the yeah, coffee. Do you remember the Huntress from the series one and two? Yeah. Same thing. He just, uh, and that's the only frustrating thing I have about Oliver character. He doesn't, that's the one thing 
when it comes to females and uh, and, and you know good looking men. Yeah. No, no, but he doesn't. He just doesn't learn, though, does he? he yeah. Does he seem good or is it naivety or? or, or it, but it's frustration. I know that. And it turns out that and Diggle says the only way is the arrow to visit her, not you visit yeah. her. The arrow. So the arrow does, and they have a kind of a, a half gestured fight, and he realizes that it is her. But and the reason why she didn't remember is because she was drugged. But we think she was drunk with a special drug, yeah. That's what they're saying. But yeah. again, that's yet to be proved, isn't it? Yeah. That she was actually drugged. But, um, I mean, I was pleased with that because <clears> it was a high five, thankfully, in my life. I'm 40 now. I was right about something. You were. And I actually said it. Um, but that was a jaw-dropping moment. Then he was killed. He was. Um, and it was fantastic. It's a mid-season break. For um, me, it's a five at the moment. Yeah, unless, for me it's a unless five. They, unless they fuck it up, which they can do. Yeah. It's, it's looking like a five, I'd say. Yeah, and even looking, um, because of my excitement, because I'm impatient, even looking on the internet, no one knows at the moment what is going to happen. Good. And it's only suggestion of, from anyone yeah. of what can actually happen. And I love that fact. And I posted yeah. that interview. Um, I read that. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, on the internet, where it just comes across as such a nice bloke, does, which it? is sickening because he's one of those really good looking. I bet he's great at sport as well. Not as good as Graham, but I bet he's great at sport. I bet he is. I bet yeah. he is. I bet he is. So, uh, on to the final one, which is The Flash. Again, The Flash, I, I didn't know what to expect. Um, the crossover got me very excited with um, Arrow. Um, but that came out very late this year. Again, it was DC, for me, it was DC's third instalment on TV recent times. Yes. Um, and they were just yeah, on I fire. Mean, the first, I mean, Arrow was the first one, I think, since uh, Smallville really ended, I think, from the top of my head. Yeah, I, I, they were absolutely on fire. I mean, you've got Barry Allen, um, who's playing The Flash. You've got Candice Patton, who's playing Iris West, the daughter of Detective West. Um, Daniel Panabaker, who's Dr. Catelyn Snow. Um, she's kind of the um, the Felicity equivalent of... Yeah, but what I like is she's different enough. She's quite different to Felicity. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but she is like the brains. Yeah, and um, which, I mean, this is information from Wikipedia. But anyone can post on Wikipedia. They could post on there that I've got an IQ of 600. No, you, you do, some people may believe it. I, I didn't believe it until you told me about the fear thing, fear gate. And you but, got it right. but it says on you here, do. there's um, Rick Cossett, uh, who plays Eddie Thorne. Um, he's a recent transferee to Starling City Department. Um, Thorne's past is a mystery, and he harbours a dark secret. That's the boyfriend of um, that's Candy. So, whether someone just posts that on there, is, again, you could post it on there. He looks a bit like Oliver Queen, I thought. Yeah, and Cisco as well. Carlos Valdez, Cisco Raymond, um, who works at Star Labs as well. He's another kind of genius, isn't he? Um, Tom Cavanagh, Harrison Wells. Um, He's the uh, the main person at Star Labs. Well, the guy in the wheelchair. Who, yeah, who built the um, what do you the part think of the accelerator. I know Oliver Queen doesn't trust him. I think it's brilliant. That, I love that line. That, that was so good when McQueen shook his hand when he met him. Yeah, Queen, and yeah. It, uh, revealed his identity. And he said there's something not right about that guy. Yeah. And you think, ah, oh, that means there's nothing right about him. No, absolutely. Yeah, because well, he yeah, said and so. And it was a prelude to the next episode, basically, yeah. wasn't it? And Jesse L. Martin, um, I think he was in Law and Order as well, who plays Detective Joe West. So, really, the cast isn't as big in this. No. Um, uh, as obviously, you've got um, Barry's dad who's in prison. Uh, and the, really, the, the story is around that um, Barry works, uh, he's a, a forensics officer, is yes. he? Uh, for the police. He's Dexter. Yeah, for Dexter, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apart from he's a nice Dexter. He is. Um, 
and uh, he's was it Central City? I always get Central City and Stalin City muddled up. And um, there's the electrical storm from the particle accelerator, which based on different people's um, scenarios, when the actual particle accelerator went off, yes, it's their what kind of abilities they've got. Um, and it, you go back to the flashback of the story of when Barry was younger. Um, there was this red and yellow flash circling his mum yeah. at their um, home address and the mum got stabbed. The dad got blamed for it and the dad is in prison. Yeah. And from a young age, um, Barry was then brought up um, by uh, Joe West, who's the, uh, like the surrogate father. Um, and that's where he's got his relationship with Iris West, who he's in love with, who's uh, Joe West's daughter. Yeah, that's it. Um, so he gets his powers. He does. And he's take, he, he goes to Star Labs because he's basically can run six oh. or 800 miles yeah. an hour. Um, and the very first one, I really enjoyed that. I didn't That's know how what, they were going to do... I love the pilot for this because it, yeah. it, so, it was so good. Into it straight away, it explained everything. It wasn't too much. Yeah. For, it wasn't too much for you. And it was quite low-hearted. It was. When they took him to the track and said, let's see how fast you can run. Yeah. And they had the speed gun watching him. Um, and his shoes caught on fire and... Uh, and the running scene is done really, really well, where he's running and everything is in um, slowed yes, down, isn't it? It is. The, the time slows down nice. because he's obviously he can run um, faster than the. Uh, they did that in Heroes barrier. with uh, one of the uh, people that are really fast as well. And, it, and it's done really well, and it the is. special effects for it are, are really, really good, aren't they? Yes. It's very, very simple. Um, so and I like the fact also in the Flash that there's a. It's a bit because it's slightly more light-hearted. It's getting darker, I think. There's a, there's a bit more comedy in it, I think, than there is in Arrow. Yeah, and every week again there is um, some kind of baddie who's been yes. affected by the particle accelerator, and um, they're called the Mecha Humans, don't they? Yes, they name the Mecha. Yeah. yeah, and um, Cisco every week has some different name for the the Mecha Humans. Yeah, uh, and uh, that's what they kind of do. But and for the first. I mean, for the first, I don't know, six episodes, there's not really a main bad character, is there? No. I mean, you see the uh, the doctor, um, who's the main doctor. You don't trust him, but you don't know what his agenda is, really. And we no. still don't, funny enough. We've, we, yeah. even, even now, we still don't know what his agenda it, it's is. It's out of the blue where um, someone from another um, lab wants to find out more about um, Barry, don't they? Yeah. And work together. And he visits him in his wheelchair and he stands up from his wheelchair and stabs him and kills him. <laughs> and then you realise that he can actually walk yep. and that he's not been injured in the particle accelerator explosion. Right. And why is he killing him? Is he trying to protect Barry? Or does he want Barry for himself? And again, it's not clear, is no, it? No, it's not. It's not. Even, even, no, it's not. And even now, going into the mid-season, it's still not clear. Yeah, and that was a massive moment. Yeah. And you're kind of, your suspicions are confirmed only when... Um, Oliver meets him, Oliver Queen, yes. uh, in their, uh, their crossover, and he shakes his hand, and, and when he says this thing, I write about him. And you just think, that is well, the, genius. The episode after that, um, was it the Yellow Man, or whatever they call it. Yeah, and it culminates in, um, he's trying to catch the Yellow Man, um, and Joe West, uh, his surrogate kind of dad, is at home, and uh, the Yellow Flashes appear in his living room, and then it goes, and then there's a picture of Iris, his daughter, on the wall with a knife, saying, basically, back away, yes. otherwise she's going to get it. And that scares the shit out of him, doesn't it? Because he finds out about Barry's powers and uh, works alongside Barry, obviously, with the police, and Barry helps him. Um, he turns up to jobs and he covers for him as well. And their relationship is really, really good. I like that relationship 
that he's got. And it, it's kind of a believable relationship, isn't it? Is. it? And that's really good. Um, and it, it's, it, it ends where the yellow flash actually does come out. And they have an ongoing battle. The yellow flash can run yeah. much faster than what Barry can, can't it? He can, but do you think that's because the yellow flash has got a full control of his powers and Barry's still learning? Um, yeah, we, there's a lot that we don't know about the yellow flash, isn't there? There is. Uh, who he is, for one, uh, no idea. Um, I, mean, I mean, he threatened, obviously, uh, the, the you know, stepdad, didn't he? Yeah. A episodes ago with a knife through a picture. He never told Barry about that, did he? No. No, and but he, you can understand. Yeah, but and yeah. he just backed away. Um, and they, the, they have an ongoing battle, and you realise that the Yellow Flash is a, a lot faster, a lot stronger, um, and can use Barry's anger. Like Barry realises that this is the person that killed his mum, yeah. and he, he says to his dad that, that their mission really is the side story of trying to get their dad out of prison. Yes. Which I like that touch. Um, that he can't do it. He's This Yellow Flash is... Just better than him, isn't it? Yeah, he is. Uh, and it's fantastic. Flash, yeah, and he's just—he looks evil, doesn't he? He does. And in the end, they catch him in like a their own kind of like particle force field, don't they? Yes, they do. They do. Uh, and then he—that's when obviously uh, he kind of gets out. It all goes a bit Pete Tong. It's looking good. Yeah. You know it's not going to go. You know it's going too well, don't you? You know when you watch the episode. Yeah. And then he obviously grabs grabs the old Doc from the wheelchair and beat. I thought mid-season Doc's dead. That's what I thought was going to happen. Yeah, I didn't know what was going to happen. No, to be I honest. thought I, I was guessing. Oh, the doctor's going to die. That's how they're going to end it. But no, mm. doctor doesn't die, and uh, it carries on. And then obviously we get that. You know, we get the bombshell moment that the dog goes into its special room. Yeah, I mean that special room has lots of different yeah, it's uses, got doesn't it? From the future. Yeah. Which is nice. I like to know the lottery numbers personally, but yeah. And but, and but then he opens up, and obviously we have this yellow flash costume. The same costume. Is it the same costume? That the yellow flash what is the doctor the yellow flash we don't know but it's it's opened up that mid season in a finale opened up so many other questions oh it's absolutely huge and I can't see how how it can be how it can, I mean how it can be um, the doctor to be honest no but the stepdad said from watching you and the yellow flash fight we uh, you know there were two there was a yellow and a red blur so there were two people in the room when your mum died which is another bombshell yeah because it's Doctor Wells um, Doctor Wells entered the secret room unveils the the same yellow flash costume captured by and um, the stolen tackle-on technology yeah, had, yeah. he he puts it on the suit and uh, the the yellow flash basically he ran away with it didn't he yeah so he's he either knows him or he, and he, he harbors him or he is him. What would you rather have? I really don't know. I, 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 if they are going to reveal him, um, Wells as the Yellow Flash, I would need to know. You need to explain how that. How I they actually they did that? I'm sure they will. How he kicked crap maybe out of himself. Fast. He could be. I mean, he can move 800 miles an hour. I mean, blink of an eye, can't he? Yeah, they can maybe easily he's do that it. Fast. But maybe I need it explained. He's the future. Yeah, I just need it explained. But um, and also, as the there's so many different kind of side roads to this that Iris's um, boyfriend who's the partner with Joe yes they're in a relationship which is uh, Barry's a bit pissed off about um, and obviously you don't know anything about him either do no. you no, no, he no. just appears he so uh, is he going to develop 
And he's obviously starting up a task force. To get the Flash. Yeah, that wants to catch the Flash. But he now thinks it's the yellow Flash he's going to get. Yeah. Uh, I thought the stepdad did that quite quite cleverly. Yeah. Manipulated him. And he's witnessed. This is the first time he's kind of witnessed the supernatural. Yes. And then he's told by Joe that this happens a hell of a lot and get used to it and these people are out there. Yeah. The metahumans are out there and you need to to basically deal with it, don't you? And whether he'll become a character and develop himself... Um, I, I really don't know but I mean there's so much more that happens that we could talk about but we'll be here for hours and we hours will, we will. I mean this is the pace of this coming to the mid-season break just in season one that you realise that the yellow flash is there he can walk he's protecting what's his agenda but well, still quite patient I mean to the point where the yellow flash was there yeah. he's obviously the big, the big bad guy of the series you know as, as they are. but they didn't really introduce him properly until the mid-season, the mid-season finale, halfway through the season. And when you think, we've only had nine episodes. No, I know. Nine episodes of The Flash. And they've had the crossover, two crossovers, full episodes with Oliver Queen, yep. which were, were absolutely fantastic, helping capture each other. The training where Queen is training Barry That's about, funny. you've got to come and stake out what's yep. going on. It's all about the plan and preparation. And he shoots Barry in the back, doesn't he? Yep. And uh, he says, well, I hear, I hear that you heal fast. And then to the rip, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it just, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's fantastic. They fit so much into nine episodes. And the fight they had together. And, and obviously the two, um, obviously, you know, not sidekicks, but, you know, the yeah. and stuff, they're arguing about who's going to win. Yeah, and, and it's brilliant. Nice. And it's, it ended like Rocky IV, didn't it? Yeah. Where they go to an abandoned warehouse and they both say, right, let's go for it. And yeah, I, I, I love that ending. I, that was, that was brilliant. And I love the fact that, when, let's be honest, we're not going to find out. Yeah. We're never yeah. going to find out who won. And I don't want to find out. I no, love that. And it, yeah. it was done so well, and I can't believe there is so much more to talk about yeah, like the Rocky just for nine episodes. Uh, and it's done so well. For me, this is a four and a half as well, just on expectations. Four and a half. For where were you? Four and a half, yeah? Yeah, for I, the flash. I would say this is a four and a half. However, we gave uh, the first season of Arrow for, uh, a four and a half, right? I think this is a potential to be a five out of five come the end of the series. Easy. Yeah, definitely. It's way yeah. on track. It, it's, at the on tra- it's on track. Yeah. Having said that, it, it could fall back. I mean, just like Arrow, we said it's yeah. a five out of five for their season three yeah. so far. That could that that, that yeah. could fall back. I mean, I could easily give this a five now because there aren't any episodes that I've watched. Even the episodes where um, the main characters aren't really in it and they're developing other characters, none of them are kind of labour intensive of watching. They're all fantastic, and obviously you've got the link as well. Um, with uh, Queen's brother, haven't you? That real life brother. Um, that he was the one, um, Doctor Snow, a boyfriend. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Who died in the park with the accelerator explosion? And he comes back. Not Queen's brother, the uh, girl's brother. The, um, yes. Yes. He comes back as uh, the flame, the flame on, yeah. the flame man. Yeah. And he saves. Um, he saves him right at the end. Yeah, saves at the end, and he flies away in flames, and. It's like, man, another character. She wanted to know where her boyfriend was. Her boyfriend died in the particle explosion. Yes, he did. Um, in the first episode. And that's why you realise that um, Dr. Snow's a bit frosty kind of yeah. character. It's the name, probably. Um, trying to warm to people that her boyfriend died. So she's alone. Um, then you see the, the journey of the boyfriend dying, how she developed. And he turns up, saving someone's life. Yep. And then vanishes. There is so much going on I mean, in nine episodes. And what's interesting, at the end of the Flash Arrows episode, it teased the fireman because you saw him yeah. right at the end. You know, it's, And you're thinking, okay, well, they're doing that. And obviously, 
potentially plays a big part in this, in, in this season. To, and even, what I like about this, even if we don't see him again, he turns up in season two. But you know what I mean? They're, yeah. what they're, what's so good, and unlike probably Gotham, where this strength is, they're, they're, they're patient. They're, they're quite patient to reveal stuff. They don't mind doing it slow. Yeah. And, and, and when it does happen, the payoff is really worth it, like the yeah. Ra's al Ghul. You know, yeah. the, fact, the fact that you find out Slade's, you know, the bad guy. When, the, when you get that payoff, it, it doesn't disappoint. Which really, really excites me because if they're taking their time to do this, and as you say, they'll wait and wait and wait yeah. and tease you, and they're not rushing it, that they've got so many more plans for the future. Well, and, hope this, so. and I hope this means, hopefully, this won't be pulled because yeah, I don't think it will, they're, yeah. they're just doing so many different things. And will this like Marvel have done, yep. when you've got the Justice League is coming out, is this going to be affected? Is this world going to be affected by the Justice Leagues? That'll and are DC going to do they it? Have, they, have mentioned, they initially mentioned the TV, and the TV series and uh, the film series are different, are separate. Right. Which is fine. Which, which is okay. Okay. Um, having said that, uh, that, was, that was ages ago. And so a lot, a lot, a lot has obviously... Well, yeah, the success changed. of these three... Yeah, I mean, having a Wonder on. Woman film and things like that. I mean, I mean, let's be honest. At the moment, I'll, I'll more than have Marvel winning it hands down on a, on film. Yeah. However, I th- I, th- I think um, with Agents of Shield, yeah, is being a bit meh. I think DC is killing it as, as we're saying. Oh, I completely on agree, and it's been a, a fantastic surprise because the films were spoiled by this every week. Completely spoiled by. Yeah, uh, and it's and obviously two thousand fifty. We've got the Avengers film. Yeah. And we've got so, Comic-Con, where we can talk all about it again. We have. We've got yeah. Star Wars. Yeah, it's just so, so good. And Justice League is coming out as well. So, will DC carry on doing this? Obviously, written by different people. It's for the big screens. It's not for telly. Will DC pull it out of the bag with the uh, Justice League's film? What's your, your go reaction? I, mean, I this... think there would be another Man of Steel. Because, because when you hear about Wonder Woman's going to be in it, maybe these, they're doing a Gotham, essentially. Yeah. Like, they're throwing too much in one go. Yeah. Whereas... You looked, once again, one of the reasons why the Marvel thing has been so good. Look how patient they've been. Yeah. You know, from the first Iron Man, teasing it, happening. Like, the end of, like, the Edward Norton Hulk, mm. teasing it. The end of the first Thor. It's huge, it. isn't it? Captain, obviously, Captain America with the Tessa, you know, the Tessa. It's, it's all the tease yeah. to the big thing. They're not blowing their load, if you pardon the pun, yeah. in one go, are yeah. they? Which DC have to do to catch up, don't yeah. they? Well, yeah, but this is, the, this is the thing. This is why... Once again, while we said the Flash and Arrow have been so good, and why Gotham maybe not so much, yeah. but DC ha- clearly, my worries, I haven't learned that lesson. Really, you'd probably want a set. A, if, I, if I was DC, I'd have another Superman film to try and right the wrongs, another separate Batman film introducing Ben Affleck as Batman, yeah. and then have the crossover, have the tease at the end, and then have the crossover. Yeah. But they're rushing it to try and make the big money, and I'm sure to you, they will make loads of money. The problem is, they're doing it. It'll be short term. And then what have they got left? If it's really bad, would anyone want to watch it again? I think, no, yeah. that's a load of crap. Yeah, I'm really, really looking forward to going together, watch it at the cinema, leaving, not saying a word, we're not going to say the next day, do a podcast, just everyone's reactions. Like I'm really, really shot. excited about that. Well, we're going to do that for the Avengers. It's going to be fantastic. We're, uh, we're going to do that for the Avengers. So. so this is the last one of 2014. I just want to say thanks to everyone who's downloaded, who's tweeted us, um, emailed us, Facebook, Everything. We've started this in April, and we I certainly never expected it to be this popular, this big, and it's just fantastic, and uh, really, really appreciate the downloads, really appreciate the support and the follows. You can email us or tweet us, 
Um, I'll always uh, tweet you back and uh, give you a shout out. And if you want to talk about films, we love talking about films and TV. So uh, feel free to contact us because this is what we love doing. We do. So next year, 2015, it is a big year. Um, we're going to kick it off. We will do some modern films, but just to annoy Graham, we will do some 80s films because uh, yes. they're more controversial and uh, we like to do films that a lot of other people don't do, some strange films. Um, we'll be kicking off with uh, Chronicle um, in January yep. and then we'll be going way back, way, way back after that um, to do a film which, it's 1981, that's all I'm going to say. It's a very, very oldie. But just like me, oldies can be goodies. Oldies can be goldies. Yeah, so thanks again and uh, have a great new year and we'll look forward to uh, hopefully uh, speaking to you in 2015. I didn't realise you took Russian at college, Oliver. I didn't realise you wanted to sleep with my mother, Walter. Which one is she? The one who looks like the chick from Twilight. What's Twilight? You're so better off not knowing. Hot, your sister's got? Because I have not. I guess more airtime than the Kardashians, right? Five years on an island, and you still know who they are. I've been catching up. It's nice to see how much our culture has improved while I was away. I was at my coffee shop surfing the web, and I spilled a latte on it. Really? Yeah. Because these look like bullet holes. My coffee shop is in a bad neighborhood. I'm going to go to the washroom, Rob. Oh, that boy's long gone, man. I'm your girl. I mean, I'm not your girl. I wasn't making a pass at you. Oh, my God. What is wrong with your face? What do you mean? There's something really weird on it, like this thing with your mouth. It, it looks That's... like it's in the shape of a smile. <laughs> That's cute.